And good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting Saturday Night Wine Stream and another exciting episode of Drink with Rick. I'm Rick, and tonight, well, we're going to try a budget-friendly wine. This is something that my wife found uh, over at uh, one of the local supermarkets, and we're going to try it out tonight, and we're going to see if the price is right for this particular uh, wine. But I'm looking forward to trying it out and see what it tastes like. Also, we have some foods to pair it with. And my wife, uh, she has prepared another really nice food presentation for tonight. That should go with some national days, which, by the way, we will toast some national days. And, uh, well, I have a couple of things to share with you. Some silly spam comments that I got from the Drink With Rick website that I wanted to share. I thought they were, normally I don't read off spam, but these were pretty interesting, a little bit different. And I thought, you know, this would be kind of fun to share. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Um, also, we're going to tell some dad jokes. So get in the chat if you'd like to share your dad jokes, best, worst, indifferent, whatever. Uh, share your dad jokes along and we'll, uh, you know, we'll share them around and uh, just have a good time. Now, if you're watching me for the very first time or for the 230th time, because this is the 230th episode of Drink with Rick on the Saturday Night Wine stream, this is a stream of consciousness kind of show. I do have show notes, and my show notes are right here, right here for episode number 230. But I don't follow them verbatim. Sometimes we go way off the beaten path, and, uh, and that's because this show is not about me. I'm here to entertain you, and I'll, you know, I'll tell you some stories and things like that. That might be interesting. Uh, some of my personal observations, whatever, but this this show is not about me at all. Now, it's somewhat about the wine. We do uh, we do try the wine out. We pair it with some foods, and we we do do that. But the show is not about totally the wine at all either. The show is really about you and me getting together on a Saturday night, kicking back with our favorite libations, our favorite snacks, whatever they are, just kicking back, relaxing, forgetting about the worries of the week, the worries of the day, and just having a good time together. That's what this show is all about. Now, you can get in the chats. You can join in the chats if you want to join in, and I'll show you where you can join in in just a few uh, moments, just to let you know ahead of time that uh, the chats are open, the chats are live on the live stream, on this wine stream. We don't talk about politics, we don't talk about religion on the show, we don't talk about things that tear people apart, we talk about things that bring people together, as wine does. And uh, that's that, this is this is for togetherness, this is just for meeting uh, up with old friends, meeting new friends, and just, just you know, sitting back and, and no pressure, no worries. Just having a great time together. That's what the show is about. Okay, so if you want to join in the chats, let me see if they, there it is. There's the, the page. You can join me live on the stream on our Facebook page. The Facebook page it's facebook.com slash drinkwithrick. The YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at drinkwithrick. Twitch is twitch.tv slash drinkwithrick and the number one, all one word, drinkwithrick1. Uh, we're not on Twitter live, but you can tweet me on Twitter if you like. It's uh, 
at Drink with Rick, of course. That, that's X. It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. I know. I, I have to change some of this stuff up. It's old. Uh, one of these days, I'll get around to changing on the website. Odyssey. Odyssey is uh, odyssey.com slash at Drink with Rick colon and the number seven. And we are now on Kick. If you get on to Kick, it's not up here on the on the page yet, but if you get on to Kick dot com and uh, type in drink with Rick. Uh, we should be live there. Also, the podcast, the podcast version of the show. Let me tell you all about that. The podcast version of the show goes out on Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, and you can find it on all of these venues, pretty much wherever you can find the podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Blueberry.com, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, PodcastIndex.org, PodcastIndex.org. I don't know whether they say org or org. I say it both ways. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Tune in and Deezer Radio and via RSS. Yes, that is how podcasts are delivered. Primarily is via RSS, and that uh, that is available. You just uh, put in your, you know. You can subscribe to the RSS feed. That's that's fine, and you'll get it. Now, if you don't want to go through any of those venues, you can go by email. If you click on the Buy Email button there at the subscribe page at drinkwithrick.com, you can enter your email address in that little box there, sub, uh, click the blue Subscribe button, and you will get the latest episode of Drink With Rick, the podcast, as soon as it drops, and, of course, no salesman will call. It's just for the show. You know, it's just for getting the show. Also, if you want, you can buy me coffee or two or three or five or whatever. Uh, it helps to support the show. Uh, it helps to pay for the prizes that we give away uh, throughout the year. And at the end of the year, hopefully we'll have a, a nice big uh, show on New Year's Eve. And we can give away some prizes and play a drinking game as we've done uh, in the past I'm looking forward to that and hope you'll join me for that. I'll have more details coming uh, in the next couple of weeks on that one. You can buy me a coffee. Of course, it, you know, if you can't afford it, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's it's fine, just as long as you're enjoying the show. And, of course, if you want to, and this is free, it doesn't cost you anything, you can like and subscribe and and uh, follow on all these venues and on YouTube and Facebook and Everywhere else where you can find the show, either live or via the podcast, you can do that in all those venues, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Just just a little click of the mouse, that's pretty much all it is, and it would be much, much appreciated. Once again, there's no obligation, but you can do that if you like, and uh, it would be very much appreciated. Also, we are live on the website at drinkwithrick.com. If you click on the this episode... Go to drinkwithrick.com, click on Saturday Night uh, Wine Stream, click on tonight's episode that's going on right now. You'll get a little comment box uh, down below. You can put your comments in the little box, and I will respond in kind. It won't be right away, but it will be uh, eventually, and I will uh, read them on the show. Of course, that's what we're doing with some of this. That's how I got some of the spam tonight. They they left them in the comments. So this should be interesting. I want to read that later on. Anyway, that's what we've got going on there. 
Uh, let's check the chest before we get any farther because I, I really want to get into the wine and show you what we have tonight. Uh, Facebook, we are live going on. And Ross is in the chat on Facebook. And Ross says, hey, Rick Savoy, and hey, right back at you, Ross. I'm glad you're here. Please stick around. Uh, we're going to open up a bottle of wine. And I'm going to share some spam. <laughs> So funny spam. I, I, this is really interesting that I've got off the website. And we're, we're going to toast some national days. And boy, do we have some national days to toast this week. I hope you're doing well, Ross. Great to see you here, uh, my friend. And uh, I hope you'll stick around for a while. Also, on uh, my lovely wife, Chi, she's in the chat on uh, YouTube. And she says hello and hello right back at you. Chi, I may need your help for uh, re-identifying some of the stuff that you have set up in tonight's presentation. We've got folks in Twitch as well. What's up's in Twitch? And wow, what's up? It's been a while since I've seen you, uh, but it's great that you're here tonight. I'm glad you're here. What's up says, hey, Rick, it's been a minute. I don't think I've had a chance to watch since my son was born. Uh, by the way, once again, congratulations on the birth of your son. And I remember we toasted um, the, his approaching birth, and I think when he was born, too, I think we toasted uh, him. And I'm congratulations to you um, and your family, and I hope he's doing very well. I hope all of you are doing very well tonight. But please stick around. We're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, What's Up says he's been very colicky and still um, east every two hours, so it's been tough to do much of anything. I understand. I fully understand. I have two myself that I've raised. Uh, along with my wife. She did most of the hard work. <laughs> but I have spent many a night. Um, I know I know exactly where you're coming from, and I, I feel for you, my friend, because that's, uh, that, those, uh, yeah, that can be a little bit tough. Uh, long nights up with a child with colic and, uh, you know, with, with other whether other ailments and, and, and distresses and things like that. And, yeah, it can be... It can be taxing for sure, but I, I hope I hope he's doing well. I hope their family's doing well. What's up says uh, also says, uh, but he's behaving tonight. So I have you on in the background while we squeeze in some extra tummy time. Great. I, I'm well. Give him uh, give him a hi there for me, and I hope he's doing well. And I, I sure don't. Uh, I don't want to stress him any further, <laughs> but uh, so probably best to keep keep me on the background and not show my face. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for joining joining me t- here tonight. Uh, and let's see, Odyssey, we have folks in, uh, J-Con's in, J-Con's in Odyssey. It's been a while there, J-Con, but glad you're here tonight. J-Con says, cheers, audio is good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> see what I did there. But uh, how are you doing, by the way? How have you been? And, and uh, how's your week? How's your weekend going, I should say? How was your week? I'll tell you, it's, uh, mine, uh, mine was... Uh, been pretty busy the last couple of weeks, and that's why I didn't do a show last week. Uh, was a little under the weather, but I'm back, and uh, I, I just need a little a little downtime for a weekend. Just the holidays and everything, and at work, it's just doing all the holiday uh, promotions and things like that. It just uh, there's a lot going on. It still is actually, but we're here tonight. Let's see uh, who else we have. And on Kick, we have uh, Kick going on. We have uh, viewers in Kick. Please jump in the chat and say hi and tell me how you're doing. Tell me what you're drinking or what you're not drinking or what you'd like to be drinking or 
what you would like to see me drinking. And if I can afford a bottle of it, I'll see if I can pick it up and uh, pick one up and drink it as well. If I can afford it and if I can find it, that's been an issue. Uh, I've, I've had many suggestions from folks over the years for wines and beers and, uh, you know, ciders and all kinds of, uh, of other um, beverages to try out. The thing is with that is that they're not always available in my area. So I, I hunt around. I, I really do um, put in, um, uh, you know, put in the, the old college try, put in the effort to, to go find them. Uh, some of them I find, and, and the ones that I have found I have reviewed on the show. Others uh, I just can't get in my area. So, But anyway, uh, why, those watching on, on Kit, please jump in, say hi in the chat, and tell me how are you doing. And uh, it's good to see you here on the show. We've got uh we've got we've got folks all over the place and uh oh Gugu is in the chat is it, did I pronounce it correctly? It's uh, it, did I pronounce it correctly? <laughs> um so uh so he is from uh from France. So uh anyway that's uh Ross uh says how do you like kick? Haven't tried it yet. Um Kick is, uh, well, I'm kind of new to it myself. As a matter of fact, last, was it, uh, it was Thanksgiving. It was during Thanksgiving. I thought, well, that would be a good time to, to launch on Kick. And I set everything up. And unfortunately, uh, the, uh, I had a couple of technical issues in getting on to Kick. So I wasn't able to stream there that week. But what I did, or that, that night, but what I did, uh, the next night is I did stream, um, after afterwards, I did do a recorded stream on the kick to test it out, and that worked. So this is actually the first time that we're really live on kick. So Ross, stick around. I'll let you know how this goes. We'll find out together, won't we? We'll find out together. Well, uh, I'll uh, get back to the chats here in just a few moments, but let's get to the wine first because we'll, we have a show tonight. We really do have a show. Uh, this is what we're drinking tonight. This is called Heart Hill Farms. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from uh, from California. And I really don't know that much about it. Uh, my lovely wife, she s- surprised me. Um, she was out shopping around, and uh, I said, well, I'd like to find a, a really, really cheap wine to try, just, just to try a cheap wine, see what it's like. And so she she said, okay, anything particular? I said, no, surprise me. So she did. She surprised me with this. So, and Ross says, uh, nice here for the kick debut. Yes, you are. Please, uh, uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can uh, check all this out together on kick and see how this goes. Uh, let's see. Oh, the back of the wine. Let me read the back of the wine to you. This is the back of the wine. It says, Heart Hill Farms, California Cabernet Sauvignon, sourced from sustainable vineyards. I'll get to more of that in just a minute. At Heart Hill Farms, we carefully blend each wine to exhibit deep flavors, beautiful color, and body that is true to the varietal. Our grapes are grown in California vineyards that embrace sustainable growing practices that promote the stability of vineyard ecosystems through habitat preservation and natural resource conservation. Uh, see what's going now? Yes, this is an organic wine, apparently. Um, well, it it does say, it, see down there in the middle there, it says gluten-free, vegan-friendly, sustainably grown, and recyclable. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Recyclable. Um, 
Uh, I don't know if that means that the wine is recyclable or the bottle is recyclable or what, but it does say rec- recyclable there, doesn't it? It says uh, per five fluid ounces, average analysis. Well, now they give, they give a caloric count here too. Look at this. Calories 120. Uh, for those of you who can uh, see, I'll, I'll read for those uh, in the podcast uh, uh, who can't see this. Calories 120, carbohydrates 5 grams, protein 0 grams, and fat 0 grams. Oh, great. This won't add to my weight, will it? <laughs> Theor- theoretically speaking, it won't. Um, well, it's... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's vented and bottled by Heart Hill Farms Vineyards, Livermore, and uh, is it Ripon, California? I don't know. I live in no, Ripon. I don't. I don't live in California, so I so I don't know how to pronounce some of these uh, uh, town names. Contains sulfites, uh, as all wines do. Alcohol is thirteen point five percent by volume, and well, and in Maine and Iowa, they have a. Uh, it looks like they have a deposit. 15% deposit and a 5% deposit. Oh, wow. How about that? <laughs> oh, I read everything on here, didn't I? Well, the only thing that I didn't get, the only information I didn't get from this wine bottle was the year that it was vented. Because as far as I can tell, as you can see there, there isn't one. Not that I could tell there isn't one. So that's... Really interesting. I did look this up. I did do the research, and we'll go through that in just a few months. But before we do, let's go ahead and let's... I guess I don't need my foil cutter here. I can just peel this off. And we'll just go ahead and open the bottle of wine before we get too much further into the weeds. Uh, Excuse me, Bill. Uh, Let me get the... Yeah, Roadkill Bill's down here. He's waiting for his turn. Oh, I still have the cork from last time. Forgot to take that out, didn't I? All right. Let's... I don't know where that went. Find out later, probably. Uh, okay, let's get this on the bottle, and we're going to go ahead and uncork, or as I like to say, decork the wine. That's one of those synthetic... Well, I'll put this down here so I can catch it next week. <laughs> All right. And, of course, we have the aerator. And let's see if there's any displacement here. There was quite a bit in the last bottle that we opened up a couple weeks ago. All right, looks like it's in gear. No displacement. All right, and to hold the grape nectar, I have my genuine Galway Irish crystal glass given to me by my employers at buy2awradios.com. And to hold the glass, I have my genuine Drink with Rick coaster. Genuine Drink with Rick coaster. By the way, anybody here doesn't have... I've got a few of these here. Anybody here uh, doesn't have a pair of these, let me know. As a matter of fact, I'm going to, uh, before this night's over, I'm going to uh, give away uh, a set of Drink with Rick, uh, official Drink with Rick uh, tasting notebooks, by the way. So, uh, but stick around. Uh, I like to do giveaways. The holidays are here. Let's see. Let's go ahead and pour this. And for the ASMR crowd. There we go. I'll set that aside for just a moment. And uh, Ross says German beers don't have sulfites. That's all I know about that topic. Yeah, beer, yeah, you're not going to find a lot of sulfites in beer. But I'll tell you what, you'll find them in uh, just about every wine out there. And some of them have added sulfites. Some of the sulfites are are natural in there, but some are, are added in there. And one of the reasons they add extra sulfites is, well, to 
up that uh, that alcoholic uh, content, the alcohol, uh, the amount of alcohol in the wine. All right, so we're going to go ahead and give this a good, a good. Uh, yeah, I like. <laughs> I got to start this off right, don't I? We're we're going to give this a good swirl. Let me start this off right, and to start it off right, I do have my uh, music here, more cowbell. Here we go. And we're giving a nice big squirrel here. More cowbell. All right. Now it's uh, swirled, and of course, we the reasons why we swirl the wine around. Anybody know? I, I think everybody knows who's been watching for a while. We do it for two reasons. One is to get the wine aerated, to get it oxygen, to get the oxygen going into the wine, to get it to open up and breathe a bit. The second reason we do it is well, just because it's fun. So I'm going to set the wine here for just a moment, and while uh, it's breathing a little bit. Let's learn a little bit more about this wine. Now, I checked around, as I said before, my lovely wife, she went out to, uh, she went to local supermarket, and the one that she happened to go to was um, Whole Foods. I believe that's what she said it was. Was it Whole Foods? I think it was. And uh, she, and of course, that's why it's all vegan and, you know, all this, uh, gluten-free, and she went out and purchased this wine because I asked her for something really, really cheap that I I thought might be interesting uh, to to try out and see if it's any bit as good as the other wines that we try that are in the eight to ten to fifteen dollar bottle uh, uh, bottle range or, or higher. Well, uh, she did find this. She brought it home and. Surprisingly enough, when I did a search for this online, and I actually went to a couple places. I did go to Wine Searcher, and they had it in a couple places. But Wine Searcher had a, a well, a price of about between twelve dollars, twelve ninety nine, and thirty five dollars. And I thought, well, that's really weird because this is not what what my wife paid for this bottle of wine at all. That's not what we were expecting at all. I went to another site called Wine Online. Uh, yeah, it's called Wine Online or WineOnlineDelivery.com, and they have it listed here too. The cab, uh, the Cabernet Sauvignon, certified, and they have it as certified green grapes out, uh, sourced from sustainable vineyards. They have it listed for thirty four dollars eighty nine cents for a seven hundred fifty milliliter bottle, and um, and that's there's a strike through. It was forty five eighty nine. $45.89. They've got a strike through there on the website to $34.89. I thought, wow, that's really weird as well. I, I don't really get that at all. Yeah, Wine Searcher has a $34 now, $34.89. Uh, wine online delivery from Florida. Uh, see, ships uh, to North Carolina, where I am. But um, And they have the Cass Cartel in Georgia for what? For a bottle, so I I kid you not. It says here Cass Cartel in Georgia. Oh, that's the Chardonnay. Excuse me, that's the Chardonnay. Okay, these last two that were the Chardonnay, the thirty four eighty nine. But the other one, the one that I I went what on was uh, eight ninety eight dollars ninety nine cents. And this is all excluding sales tax. Okay, I yeah I gotta close it. Uh, okay, that's Wine Searcher. 
I don't know. I don't get that at all. Now, I went to Vivino. Vivino has it listed starting around $5.79. And they give it a 3.1 stars out of 350 ratings across all of the the uh, the different vintages. I And I once again, I don't know what year this is. Uh, I kind of assumed it might be 2021 or 2022, but I don't really know because it's not printed on, at least not anywhere that I could tell, unless it's on the the cork somewhere, but uh, you know, I five dollars seventy nine cents sounds a little bit more reasonable. Now, I'll tell you, I do not have the receipt. Normally, I have the receipts for these things here. This is not for that. My wife told me, and I had to verify it with her again tonight. My wife told me what she paid for this bottle. She paid five dollars twenty cents. Five dollars twenty cents. Now, I. Don't think that was what the tax included. That was excluding tax, but she paid $5.20 for this bottle. So we'll see. Let's go ahead and taste it here. But let me uh, do this before I get into uh, the tasting of the wine. Let's get back to the chat for a moment or two. Um, and Ross, you you do like German beers, right? Is that your favorite? German beers. And uh, where is Sid is in the chat. Great to see you. Where is Sid tonight? Uh, and Astro Jaeger is in the chat as well. Uh, where Sid says, hi, Rick, good to see you, and good to see you too. How have you been, Where Sid? Um, and uh, Astro Jaeger is in the chat. And uh, Astro asks, what should be the first ever bottle of wine I buy, in your own opinion, since you seem very educated? Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's a tall uh, question there because... It kind of depends on a couple of things. One, it depends on what wines are available in your area. And, and second, it depends if this is your first ever bottle of wine. It depends on uh, whatever you prefer. You know, when I, when my daughter uh, turned 21, and I did this for my son as well. When my daughter turned 21, I bought a bottle of red and a bottle of white. And uh, I didn't buy the rosé. I don't know why, <laughs> but I didn't. I bought a bottle of red and a bottle of white. I opened up a bottle of each one, and I had them do a, their own tasting to see which one they preferred. Now, if you're going to buy your first bottle of wine, I would suggest maybe trying that. Trying like a mid-range bottle of, of, of uh, maybe try a uh, Cabernet Blanc and, or, and then a Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it's kind of like this one. You don't have to go super expensive on any of it. Just find, uh, a, you know, a bottle of red, a bottle of white. That sounds like a song, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <it>, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but uh, you buy, try, buy a bottle of red, bottle of white. If, if you can, if you're good with it, uh, buy a bottle of rosé. And somewhere in the middle. And... T- try each one of them. just do a tasting on I'm, I don't I'm not saying chuck the bottle down by any means but try a tasting of each one and see what you prefer because you've never had wine before you know there's some folks that their first tasting is with a red wine and they don't like it or with a white wine and they find it too sweet or they find it too too citrusy or something uh, or a rosé and they might find that uh, not to their liking but if you try one of each of you know from each of those types and then you can find your preference so, you know I prefer the reds over the whites or the rosés over the reds or something like that I would say try 
to really get a, a good feel for what wine is like, um, try a few and taste a few. To, and, and don't give up on your first one. If you try a first bottle of wine and you don't like it, if it doesn't taste good, uh, or you don't think that it's, you, you might say, oh, I'm never going to try wine again because it's not for, it's not for me. Well, maybe you just didn't find the right wine. Maybe you just didn't find the right type of wine. I'm going in the weeds here, but that's what we do on this show. That's what we do because that's what the show is about. <laughs> What's up says, I actually have a question for you, Rick, about the price of wines. Is there a certain price you feel is not worth going above for a bottle? Like at what price do you think it stops making a difference? That is a very good question. Excellent question. I have answered that question a, a couple of times on the show, but what's up? I think that's really good. Uh, that's really a good place to go here tonight. And uh, I'm gonna. I tell you what. Uh, hold that thought. We'll get through the initial tasting here, and then uh, we'll come back to that because I think it's a, an excellent question. Astro says it sounds like a very smart idea, and that was indeed a very educated answer, as expected, of course. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And thank you for the very good questions, because those are uh, those are definitely excellent questions. Uh, that applause is for you, by the way. For both of you, actually. Excellent questions in the chat tonight. Look, just for a disclaimer, I am not a sommelier. I am not a wine professional, per se. I'm just an every man that likes wine. I... That's that's how 99.999% of us are out there. I mean, every man who likes to drink wine. Yes, I have been. I've had wine since I was a little kid. I was raised. On, I was raised on this bottle. Well, not this bottle, but I was raised on this stuff, uh, pretty much as well as my siblings. My whole family was. So my my dad made wine, and I used to to help him uh, with that when I was a kid. So yes, I've been around wine a lot, and I'm not—I'm not a a sommelier at all in any sense of the word. I mean, of those people, they train their palates for decades and decades, and they some of them are so good they can tell you exactly what appellation that 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 um, that grape came from, what what sometimes what um, uh, vineyard it came from, what sometimes what. What part of the venture it came from? It's amazing stuff, but uh, I'm I'm not I'm not that well trained. But I do know what I like, and I do know what I don't like, and that's about how 99% of us, uh, you know, go with wine. That's really what uh, you know. I'm not a wine snob or anything like that. I mean, the wine critics. The wine critics are going to uh, going to tell you what they like, and at the end of the day, they're going to tell you what they think is good, what they think you should buy. But just because, and each wine critic's a little different too; they have their own preferences. But just because um, some wine professional or wine critic likes a wine doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean you're going to like it, and vice versa. You know, you, you, everyone has their own palate. Everyone has their own tastes and their own preferences. And that's, that's the way to approach it. It really is. That's a more, that's a healthier way to approach wine. Where Sid says, I know an Argentinian who could tell the percent of water and type of grapes just by trying a couple of sips. Crazy. And that's, yeah. I mean, some of those, some of those folks are just that, really that good. Let me check, uh, kick for just a minute. Okay. We're good there. And Jacon says, 
Oh, because yeah, I was asking how Jaycon's doing. Jaycon says, fantastic, did a barbecue today in the snow, so it was a good adventure. A barbecue in the snow? Wow. Uh, Jaycon says, drinking some whiskey tonight, still on a kick of boxed wine, though. I'm thinking boxed wine is the best bang for the buck. Uh, yeah, it can be. It can be. Uh, and Jaycon says, aren't all wines gluten-free and vegan? <laughs> Actually... Um, yes, yes, uh, pretty much. Yeah, for the most part, they, they are. That, that is true. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a good, I was looking for a good, oh, wait a minute, I've got something for that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, yes, you're, you're right. I mean, all, well, you're right to a point because sometimes they put things in the wine. Sometimes there are additives in the wine that may not be really gluten-friendly. So, yes, aren't all wines gluten-free and vegan? They should be. Uh, you know, and wine in its, in its purest form, just in its more natural state from grapes uh, that are fermented, they should be. But sometimes the, with all the additives they put in some of these wines these days, sometimes they're really, it's questionable. That sometimes it may not be. And vegan, yes. Uh, and once again, oh, wow, we're going to go in the weeds on that one. <laughs> that is a topic for the whole show, actually. It really is. But, Jacon, uh, you're asking, y'all are asking some great questions tonight. You really are. Jacon says, I do like that they put the calorie count on there, there. And so do I. I think that was, was unusual. You don't see that much. But uh, it's really it's really kind of unusual that they would. Um, and Astro says uh, an Argentinian sounds like a superhuman. That's unbelievably interesting. I'll tell you what. I've let this sit for long enough. Let me give this wine a taste so we can go on with the show. And uh, let me see. Where's my uh... <laughs> drum roll, please? Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a whiff of it first, and it's mostly cherry. I'm, I'm most of what I'm getting in here is cherry, very strong cherry. It's good taste. Okay, once again, very strong cherry. Interesting, it's a bit salty. Now, I did read some uh, reviews on this wine before where some uh, there were some reviewers are saying that, you know, this, this wine tastes kind of salty. And I was thinking, nah, nah, I don't, but you know what? It does. <laughs> this wine tastes kind of salty. I don't, uh, that's interesting. Let's have a little bit more of this and try it out. It is, it is kind of smoky too. Very, very smoky. Yeah, a little, a little spicy, but mostly cherry, some smoke, and um, yeah, it is kind of salty. And it has, it goes down, the finish is okay, but it goes down, um, it's a very long finish. And it's um, a little bit sweeter than I thought it would be. A little bit sweeter. It's supposed to be a very, very dry wine, and cabs are generally fairly dry. This is still dry, but it has a twinge of, 
of sweetness, especially in the back of the throat, that I really wasn't expecting. Um, there are some tannins here. The tannins are really not that smooth. They're pretty strong, but they're not that smooth. And it's a fairly bold wine. It is a fairly bold one. This, um, for five bucks, I don't know. I'll have to let it open up a little more, and I'll have to try a little bit more. And as I say, you really don't know what a wine is like until you get down into the bottle. I don't know if I want to get too far down into this one tonight, to be honest. But we do have some foods to pair it with, and they're getting cold over here. So before I go back to the chats, let me show you what we have to pair it with tonight. This is what we have to pair it with tonight. I know it's a shot looking down. It's on camera three. What we have here tonight to pair it with is, uh, yeah, this right here, I'm going to tell you all about that in a minute, in a few minutes. But what we have here to pair it with right now is, uh, looks like some chicken parmesan. Yeah, they're all leftovers. They're, they're always leftovers. Chicken parmesan. And we have the Trader Joe's double cream gouda, which we've never had a miss on during the show. And then we have this. This is the, um, this is the creamy Toscana with Syrah that we've had on the show a number of times. So let me go ahead and try it. Let's uh, let's let's try. I've got a fork here. Uh, here we go. Here's a little bit of a fork. It's uh, I don't know if I can get much of the chicken. I don't want to disturb this nice presentation here. Let me pull it around. Um, yeah, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Hold on. Let me try a little bit of this. If I can get it on the fork. All right. We have to get a little chicken here, too. There we go. A little bit of both. All right. <clears throat> Let's try this. <laughs> what I don't drop on the desk. Mm. It is kind of cold. Mm. Let me uh, clean that up. All right. Let's try it with this wine. This should go good with the cab. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. It's The cherry's good. It, the thing is, though, it's a little bit, tastes a little bit salty, and it makes the it makes the uh, uh, chicken parm a little bit on the salty side. Interesting enough. Um, that was, yeah, that's something that was kind of unexpected. But we will go ahead and go back to channel. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, before we do that, let's, let's go ahead and <clears throat> clear the palate a little bit. Clear the palate. Let's go back to camera three now. And let's try it with the Creamy Toscana with Syrah. Now, this is the Creamy Toscana. And it has Syrah, that little purpley thing at the end there. Right there is the Syrah. Syrah is a grape and a wine. So, with the Syrah wine... Hmm, this is good cheese, by the way. Should be okay with the wine. Not bad. Once again, not a bad pairing. I've had better wines with this cheese, to be honest. And once again, this thing is a little bit salty. I, I can't get over the salty flavor in this wine. It's it's not like it's loaded with salt or anything, but it does have a a, a taste of salt in it. And that's something that um, I'm not used to getting in in wines. That's very 
very uh, different. It's, it's very different. All right, let me go ahead and clear the palette one more time. And let's go back to camera three. And let's try it this time with the Trader Joe's Double Cream Gouda. And once again, um, <clears throat> we've never had a miss with the Gouda. Hopefully we won't have one tonight, so we're going to try it now. That was the wrong button. <laughs> Drum roll, yes. Okay, the Gouda may, it brings out the sweetness, a little bit of sweetness in this wine. That the, I said the wine was a little sweet, salty and sweet. It does bring out the sweetness of it a little bit more. But it, the Gouda works good. I, I like the Gouda pairing with this wine. That's that's pretty decent. It's just once again, I think I think it's the Gouda that's kind of helping the wine more than the wine helping the Gouda. To be honest. So, um, and that's what we've got there. Now, I want to go to the. Uh, we're going to do some toasting in the National Days. So I hope I can do this with the. Uh, if you see the top here. Of this, this is a the presentation that my wife had prepared, and those are some dessert items, and uh, we'll cover that in just a moment when we get to the national days. But first, let's go back to the chat because tonight uh, on Facebook we have a nice crowd here tonight. And Ross, how have you been? It's been it's been a little while. Hope you're doing really really well. And uh, by the way, Ross, um, I don't think you've got a, a pair of these books yet, have you? Uh, have you seen these? The Drink with Rick, the official Drink with Rick wine tasting notebook, and the official Drink with Rick beer tasting notebook. Okay, uh, these are good. How about if I send you a pair of these? If you just uh, send me uh, a valid shipping address where uh, where I can ship it to you, just uh, send me a valid shipping address for you, and I'll send you a pair of those. Uh, I think you'll enjoy those. Um, and I'll give away some more before the show is over. We have other folks in, in here in the chat. Uh, where Sid uh, says, oh, um, where Sid says, oh, what's your initial thoughts of this wine? Do you agree with the 3.1 stars? Uh, I, I'm, I'm still thinking about that one. I'm still thinking about that. I don't know if I how I really like this wine yet. I'll give you my final thoughts, a final review. As, as you know, at the end of the show, I do a, a final quick review of the wine itself. Right now, I'm, I'm not really sure uh, what to make of it because, I mean, it's it tastes like a cab, but it's salty. I don't know. I, I That, that kind of threw me. It really did. Ooh. And it's getting a little... Getting a little, yeah, it's still salty. It's getting a little oakier uh, as I get down into the bottle a little bit more. We're going to let it open up a little more. By the end of the show, it will have opened up somewhat, and I will be able to uh, really give you my final thoughts on it. So I'm not 100% sure yet on this wine. I'm really not, uh, to be honest. Let's see. Uh, and Jacob uh, says, uh, what are your thoughts on goat cheese for pairing? <laughs> yeah, I have, I have, 
<laughs> this is my initial thought. That's no, my initial no. thought. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just uh, you know some some folks really like goat, goat cheese. Okay, some people love goat cheese. They like goat milk. They like uh, goat anything. I am not a a goat cheese kind of person. Now, when I was a kid, we had goats. We raised goats. My parents uh, would serve goat milk, and I couldn't. I couldn't deal with goat milk. I, it was just too. It was too. Uh, yeah, it was too different for me. <laughs> goat cheese. Ah, uh, it's kind of a for, personally, it's on the same line. But I, I, I'm not knocking it because there are people that love goat cheese, and I know there are a lot of of uh, uh, great recipes with goat cheese. And uh, I don't the uh, don't uh, they put goat cheese in a lot of Greek food and. Um, there, there's a, there are a lot of great recipes with goat cheese in it. It's just that by itself, I don't know. Um, my thoughts on goat cheese for pairing with a wine, I have heard that... Now, I have tried Greek wine on here before, and I think that was asked once before, would it go well with goat cheese? And I didn't know, and I wasn't about to find out because <laughs> I didn't have any during the show. But I'm not the kind of person who goes out and buys goat cheese. But once again, there are some people out there that love goat cheese. It's great, and I say more power to them, and you can have mine too. <laughs> if we're at a party and there's goat cheese on the table, uh, you can, yeah, have it all. You can have mine too. It's fine. Um, not my thing, but uh, I don't know. I've never tried it. I, to be honest, never tried it with uh, tried pairing a wine with goat cheese before. And I've tried a lot of other different cheeses, um, but uh, goat cheese is not one of them, not yet. And uh, let's see what else we've got going on here in the chats before we go on to the next item. Um, <laughs> all right, we're good. All right, let's go to the next. Item on the agenda tonight, which would be, and I think which is, the National Days, because we have a few National Days to toast. So I hope you'll join me here in, uh, in with the National Days. Let's uh, do the toasting for the National Days tonight. Uh, if everybody's ready with your glasses, we will toast the National Days. And by the way, these National Days are courtesy of NationalDayCalendar.com. National Day Calendar is Marlo Anderson's site. He is the CEO and curator. Cre uh, curator. I haven't had that much to drink yet, honest. He is the CEO of NationalDayCalendar.com and the curator of all these National Days. So, without any further ado, uh, and what I'll be reading here is coming from NationalDayCalendar.com. Uh, December 9th, which is today for another hour and one, no, is that 53? Oh, hour and seven minutes. How about that? Wow, time flies when you're having fun, isn't it? Today is Lutefisk Day. Um, if you don't know what Lutefisk Day, uh, if you don't know what Lutefisk is, uh, don't, uh, don't worry because um, uh, I neither do I. <laughs> I, I know basically what it is. It's, it's kind of like a, a, it's a fish dish. It's a fish dish. I've never had it, but uh, Lutefis Day, um, I, yeah, I'll drink to that. Anybody here in the chat know what uh, Lutefis, am I saying this right? Lutefisk Day? Lutefisk Day. Okay. 
Well, I'll drink to that. Why not? Let's all drink together. Today is also... <laughs> uh, today is also International Anti-Corruption Day. Yes, it is National Anti-Corruption oh, Day. Uh, national, yes, National Anti-Corruption Day. I'm all for anti-corruption. I don't know where we find it anymore. And once again, we don't talk about politics on the show. But uh, I, I, I uh, anti-corruption. Here's to National International Anti-Corruption Day. I'll drink to that. It's also now. This is more of a serious on a serious tone. Today is also International Day of Commemoration and Dignity of the Victims of the Crime of Genocide. That's December 9th. International Day of Commemoration and Dignity of the Victims of the Crime of Genocide. And I'm including this one today because I think it's 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 important to note that. I'm not making light of this at all. And reading from nationaldaycalendar.com, neither do they, of course, uh, each year on December 9th, the International Day of Commemoration and Dignity of the Victims of the Crime of Genocide and of the Prevention of this Crime seeks to raise awareness of the Genocide Convention. It's also a day to commemorate and honor the victims of genocide. Unfortunately, our history is tainted by people or organizations that have attempted to wipe out large groups of people. These groups of people have included entire races and nations. This is known as genocide. One of the most infamous occurrences of genocide happened when Nazi Germany killed 6 million Jews during the Holocaust. But along with Jews, the Nazis attempted to wipe out other groups of people as well. These included disabled people, homosexuals, and Jehovah's Witnesses. Altogether, 11 million people were killed. And this comes from the United Nations website at UN.org. Um... Every year on December 9th, the office marks the adoption of the Convention of the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide. Since 2015, by General Assembly Resolution ARES 69-323, that day also became the International Day of Commemoration and Dignity of the Victims of the Crime of Genocide and of the Prevention of this Crime. Uh, you can learn more about the International Day uh, at... Uh, UN.org. So, uh, in commemoration of this day, because it is an international day, um, you know, I'll drink to that. Today is also, on a, on a, a lighter note, <clears throat> you know, let's get back to a lighter note here. Today is also... Weary Willie Day. Now, I did not look this up, okay? I did not. <laughs> we can we can make all kinds of jokes. I don't know. Uh, but I did not look this. This is a friendly family show. So a family. Did I? It's a family-friendly show. I have. Maybe I have to have too much of this. I don't know. Let's have some more. Um, it's only 13.5% ABV. I'm going to say. Uh, uh, anyway. It's Nash. It's Weary Willie Day. Weary Willie Day. Um, I, I I don't. It's Weary Willie Day. Yes. Uh, 
I don't know what to say about that. I, I really don't. Okay, so here's to weary, weary willy day. They did free him at some point, didn't they? All right, <clears throat> enough of that. Okay, uh, today is also, and this is why my lovely wife, Chi, has prepared this dish that's up on top. If you notice uh, on the top here, what? let me give you a better shot of this because this is what we're looking at here. This is what we're looking at. We're looking at, this is from uh, Straight On. This is a presentation of, uh, well, it's two things, actually. One of them, the big item there with all of the fruits and the and the pastries, those are all little mini pastries sticking out. This is in honor of National Pastry Day. That's right, folks. It is National Pastry Day. It sure is. I know, you can talk talk amongst yourselves all you want on that, but today is National Pastry Day. So in honor of National Pastry Day, go back to this for a minute. Let's see what we have here. What we have here, uh, we have some, this is a photograph, so I can't point at it uh, with my fingers. Um, yeah, we. it's all sitting in apple. By the way, everything on that presentation uh, is edible. Everything there is edible. They've got, oh, she has some pastries in there. She has some mini, looks like some mini pancake things and pastries and and then she has a couple of strawberries. So I think there's a chocolate covered strawberry and there's something called a white strawberry. I think that's what it is. Um, this is very interesting. Go to camera three. This, this white. Let me pick this up and show it to you. It's really, really interesting. Um, a white strawberry. I, ha I had never seen a white strawberry before. But everything on here is edible. Uh, look at this. This is, this is, is this. It's true. It looks like they bleached it or something. Um, but this is a white strawberry. And uh, my daughter pointed out that this is kind of the reverse. It's like a negative uh, of a strawberry because normally strawberry is red and it has white seeds. This is white with red seeds. Now, that's very interesting. I don't know. I haven't tried one. I wonder what tastes. Well, I guess I'm not going to try that one. <laughs> it fell on the table. <laughs> This table isn't that clean. This desk isn't that clean. I'll try it later. <laughs> anyway, um, but it's a nice presentation, and this is for National Pastry Day. And where's my, uh, oh, I'm on the wrong, there we go. In honor of National Pastry Day, because I love pastries, and you can tell, can't you tell? Because pastries have made me the man I am today. Yeah. So in honor of National Pastry Day, let's toast it. So let's all clink our glasses and toast National Pastry Day. I will drink to that. By the way, if you're on Twitch, you can feel free to clip that if you want. Whatever, you can clip any of that. <laughs> and um, where Sid says, uh, oh, I, let me go back here because I, 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 sorry, but I, I kind of uh, got off on a tangent here, so I haven't... Uh, have to scroll back up to the chat. Here we go. Uh, oh, uh, Jaycon says uh, Lutafisk is salted cod. Is it pronounced Lutafisk? Lut Lutfisk. Lutafisk? Salted cod. So that's what that is, salted cod. That's probably why I've never had it. Uh, salted cod. I, I, I like cod. I like codfish. 
Uh, Jikon says, maybe you should pair some lutefisk with a white wine someday. You would need to wash it several times to get the salt off, but it is a, it, it is a good salty snack that stores well. I didn't know that. See, I'm learning something on the show. It, uh, let, let me back up for just a second here. Uh, no, that's really good information, Jacon. And uh, uh, I should probably pair some lutefisk with uh, white wine. I should uh, try it sometime. It's salted cod, huh? I'll have to check that out. I'll have to check that out. Thanks. I appreciate the tip on that. Jacon says, yes, it's lutefisk. 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 Um, you know, and uh, let me go back to the chats here for just a minute. Let me catch up on on all this because uh, I, I got uh, I got carried away a little bit. Uh, Astro Jaeger wants to know, uh, do wines have artificial flavors and sweeteners? Are they mostly naturally flavored? Well, they're supposed to be naturally flavored. They're not supposed to have any, uh, you know, added sweeteners or anything like that to them. But uh, what I was alluding to earlier when they add sulfites and things like that is that's mostly to up the the alcohol level. Because here in the United States and, and in most other countries, um, you know, they the, the wines when they they um, they make wine, it's it's sort of whatever the alcohol content comes out to be in the wines. Here in the United States. Um, it's interesting because a lot of people like higher wines with higher alcohol content in them. It's just a thing in, in, in the states, apparently. So a lot of uh, vintners will 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 add sulfites and add other things to the wine to to uh, uh, kind of raise that alcohol content because it's something that a lot of Americans like. I can't see that's really a good thing, but it it's basically what it is. And uh, they will add other things too. That sometimes they'll add certain certain other uh, things in there to uh, do various things with the wine. Uh, to to I really don't want to get to the weeds too much about it tonight, but I, that's that's actually a good topic for a show for uh, sometime. And I have talked about it in the past. I have talked about it in, in other episodes in the past. Um, but it does. I, I don't like the fact that personally, from a personal standpoint, I like my wines naturally fermented and naturally, um, you know, basically vented. I, I really prefer my wines that way. And that's the way it's been done for, for thousands of years, uh, for the most part. And lots of times... Uh, this wine industry has gotten to the point where I think we were talking about anti-corruption day <laughs> and I was sort of making a face about that before. Uh, yeah, that's a topic for another show right there too. The wine business is rife with that sort of thing. And um, there's there's a lot that goes on in the, in the wine industry that that most people are not aware of that they don't uh, they don't know and if they knew it they would just be shocked because you would think that 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 winemaking is a just a a, a pure you know one of the last of the pure crafts out there. But you've got big business involved. They make a lot of, you know, there's a lot of money in this, in the business of winemaking. It is a business 
to uh, there's a lot that goes on there a lot of corruption a lot of a lot of shady things that happen in the wine industry and uh, you know that that's that's all part of it that's why all wines aren't necessarily vegan and aren't necessarily gluten free <laughs> sometimes there's stuff in there that uh you know <laughs> Sometimes stuff in there is better not knowing what's in there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not uh, immune. It's not immune to to corruption like any other industry is. It, it, there's there's going to be some of that in there. So uh, yeah, right. I mean, right now the last. Ten years or so, the, the the Chinese have really been wanting to get into the wine making business, and they've been doing it, making inroads, and uh, much to the chagrin of of France, uh, because the French are, are you know they're known for their wines, and and uh, it's really uh, there, there's a lot of stuff going on out there that's just you know one one uh, wine uh, making. Entity uh, trying to undercut another winemaking entity, and it's it, there's a lot of lot of nasty stuff that goes on in that business. It really is, and I don't want to get into any of that right now. <laughs> but very good questions, by the way. Where is Sid? Uh, says Astro. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, he tried a uh, Shannon Block, and, and yeah, he shot it. Uh, ugh, can't talk. He tried a Shannon Blanc and told me exactly the water percentage and grapes and then I checked on internet and he was off by two percent now this was the the person who was able to tell how much water was uh, content was in the the wine and he was only off by two percent that is pretty amazing that is where it says this is such a good show Rick you know what let me tell you something about that I appreciate that I really really do I appreciate that very much but I can't take credit for this show and as I say in the beginning of every show, the show is not about me. And it's somewhat about the wine, but it's about you and me. It's about us. You know who really makes this show? You make this show. You Being in the chat, asking these great questions, interacting, and doing all the things that, that you do, you're part of the show. You all are part of the show. And you make it. You make this show what it is. And I, I'm just here. I'm just the host. I'm just here to kind of... I am like the moderator, the mediator, the the the, the guy kind of pushing all the buttons and and things like that, and drinking the wine and, and hopefully I'm not drinking by myself. But you make the show. This is this is your show as much as it is mine, and probably even more so. So I thank you and I appreciate each and every one of you. And I say that that's why I say at the end of the show, I appreciate each and every one of you. And this applause is for you. Say that. That is for you, and that comes from from me. It comes from the heart. I appreciate you being here. And uh, uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, oh, uh, where it says you should try some red wine with Danish cheese, Danbo. Danbo goes really well with wines for some reason. I have heard that. And uh, I have to see if I can get some uh, of that as well, some Danbo, some Danish. You know what? Let me write that down. Hold on. Let's stop the show for a second. Man, I'm going to stop the show. I'm going to write this down. Where are my show notes for tonight? Here we go. Uh, Danbo. Yes, we should definitely try that. 
Let me see if what I can find, and let's see if we can uh, do that for the holidays. Because I have a couple other surprises for the holidays, too. Uh, where is it says, wow, hats off to your wife for supporting you so beautifully with such an amazing presentation of the pastries and the food. Cheers to that. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because I said I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did forget to do this and I do it on every show and I forgot to do it and I'm sorry for my lovely wife. She she deserves a great round of applause for that. She does. That that round of applause is for my lovely wife. She yes, yeah, she does a fantastic job. She really does. Yeah, we did stop the show, didn't we? <laughs> let's let's go back. We have a few more national days to toast, and then let's uh, let's go on to the because I have a couple other things to share with you, and I have um, I have the uh, let's see what else I have. Yes, I have these these uh, spam things I want to read. They're they're pretty weird. <laughs> but thank you to each and every one of you, and uh, let's see. And Jacon says. Corruption and sommelier go hand in hand, in my opinion. Uh, well, I have some thoughts on that. I do. Uh, but we're, yeah, we're not going to go there now. But uh, Jacon says, also, cheers to all these uh, fine folk that are making the show with us. Yes, absolutely. You know that uh, I just went way off the beaten path here, didn't But that's what we do. That's what we do. Okay, so uh, where was I? Oh, yes, toasts. Let's finish toasting off the national days because I have a couple more national days to toast. December 9th is also, we did toast National Pastry Day, right? Yes. Let's drink to that again because I love pastry. I love it way too much. All right, we have one more uh, toast to uh, give for today. Today is National Christmas card day. Yes, and I didn't have any I didn't bring any Christmas music to deal with me, did I? No, I did not. But I do have that other item that's on here, which is way off to the side now. This right here. It's a card. And uh in the photo you can see that card there. It's a it's a Christmas card. It's a holiday card. And let me bring it up here so you can all see it. It's a holiday. It's a little tiny holiday card. Now this one's not edible. Now, most everything she makes is edible, but this this prop was not edible. <laughs> I didn't eat the whole thing here before the show, but it just says "Just drink with Rick." Just drink with Rick. Gee, you get another round of applause just for that. Uh, my lovely wife, Chi. Thank you. Thank you very very much. Wow. She's she's really she's really uh she's on a roll tonight with these. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes. This toast. Because I have the toasting thing there. Here's to National Christmas Card Day. I'll drink to that. We do have a few national days for Sunday, December 10th, which it'll be uh in about another um forty um, 46 minutes. It's a uh, Nobel Prize Day. Yes, it is Nobel Prize Day. I guess I'll drink to that. Why not? Never won one. Don't think I ever will. Nobel Prize Day. It's also Human Rights Day. 
and uh, I think you, I think that's very very important day. And and I did have something here to read about Human Rights Day. Uh, from nationaldaycalendar.com. Human Rights Day on December 10th annually seeks to honor the adoption of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, or what's known as the UDHR. Uh, Representatives from different cultural backgrounds all over the world drafted the UDHR. Once the United Nations formed, it was one of its first significant achievements. The UDHR contains a preamble along with 30 articles that discuss specific human rights. The entire document discusses universal values for all peoples and all nations. And that was on, this is the 75th anniversary, according to the United Nations website at un.org. This is the 75th anniversary in December 2023, 10th of December uh, 2023, uh, of the world's most groundbreaking global pledges, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And uh, that was signed, it was proclaimed by the United Nations General Assembly in Paris on the 10th of December, 1948, and sets out, for the first time, fundamental human rights to be universally protected. This is kind of important to know because a lot of people don't really really know this, but uh, supposedly we have uh, universal human rights. That's what human, you know, they talk about human rights all the time. Well, what exactly is that? Well, this is they spell out the list of human rights here, and this is not a political thing at all. This is this has to do with just being good to each other, right? And that's what the show's about about being good to each other, being nice to each other. Uh, you have the right to, yeah, no, not those rights. Those are the Miranda rights. That's a different set of rights. The the uh, I don't I I'm not making a lot of this, but uh, really. Uh, the right to equality, life, liberty, personal security, to be considered innocent until proven guilty, marriage and family, you got the right to that, you got the right to own property, uh, rest and leisure, education, freedom from discrimination, slavery, torture, arbitrary arrest and exile, and the freedom to, be- uh, of, to believe, uh, a belief in religion, opinion, and information, and another right, the freedom from the state or personal interference protects all the other rights. And um, that that's really what that's all about. So I'm all for that. I'll I'll drink to that. Here's to uh, what we're we drinking to again. Human Rights Day. I'll drink to that. There's uh, two more national days I want to cover here just briefly. Today is Dewey Decimal System Day. Did you know that today is Dewey Decimal System Day? That's right. It's yeah. It's it's Dewey. It's it yeah. It's Dewey Decimal System Day. He's he's excited. <laughs> today is Dewey Decimal System Day. You remember the Dewey Decimal System? Uh, if you're not familiar with the Dewey Decimal System. Dewey Decimal System Day, and this has come from nationalnewcalendar.com. The Dewey Decimal System uh, Day, uh, December 10th, celebrates a system of classification and the man who invented it. Yeah, they call the Dewey Decimal System, that's for, for, for cataloging books, right? Books and periodicals. But uh, why do they call it Dewey Decimal System? Because it was named after a man named Dewey. Where's my, you know... Yeah. Um, 
On December 10th, 1851, Melville Dewey, who lived from 1851 to 1931, was born. The librarian invented the Dewey Decimal System of Library Classification. As the most widely used library classification system, the Dewey Decimal Classification, or the DOC, no, DDC, sorry. (laughs) I've got to go to the eye doctor next. The Dewey Decimal, (laughs) that that actually is true. The Dewey Decimal, uh, the Dewey Decimal Classification, or DDC, or Dewey Decimal System has been in use since 1876, the year when American librarian Melville Dewey developed and established it. Divided into 10 main categories, the numerical system arranges mostly nonfiction publications. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not mostly nonfiction? It seems to me the Dewey Decimal System kind of classified all publications, didn't it? Or I guess maybe originally uh, was for nonfiction publications. Now it's kind of like for, for, for everyone. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, let's go back here and let's, yeah, <laughs> let's toast. Here's to the Dewey Decimal System. I'll drink to that again. To the Dewey Decimal System. I think there was one more national day. Is that it? Is that all of them? I think that was all of them. Oh, it's national. Yeah, there's one more. There's one more, and I, I, we can't miss it because it has to do with this show. Today or tomorrow, well, it won't be today in another 40 minutes. Today is National Lager Day. Yes, that's right. It is National Lager Day. Oh, yeah. Seriously, National Lager Day. I didn't have a lager. I have a couple of ales down here that I've been waiting to drink. But uh, National Lager Day. If only I had a lager to drink. What's your favorite lager, by the way? Everybody in the chat, you, you, you like lagers? And, and if you do, what's your, what is your favorite lager? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here's the National Lager Day, by the way. Yeah, I'll drink to that. And uh, where Sid says, have you ever tried two wines in one show? Yes, I have. I have indeed tried two wines in one show, much to the chagrin of my wife, who had to deal with me after I drank the two wines in one show. I have. And uh, yes, uh, you go back. I don't remember which episode it was. There were a couple of episodes we we reviewed uh, a couple of wines. And by the way, that gets me up to the holiday shows, which uh, starting next week, we're going to start doing working on all the holiday shows here. And I hope you'll join me for all of this because we're going to have a lot of fun there. Uh, Let me check here. Uh, Oh, uh, Jaycon says... I don't want to derail the show, but it seems like you have some valuable thought to share on corruption in Somalia. May you talk about it, or should we just drop the subject? Well, um, I, I think that's probably a topic for another show. Uh, yeah, and, and, and no, I, I, th- I think it's worth talking about. I absolutely think it's worth talking about. I. And, and a lot of it is personal conjecture more than anything else and opinion. And I want to be very, very careful about that, about that sort of thing, uh, because they're, they're my own opinions and 
personal conjecture. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, it, it does, it is worth talking about in the future episode. And it's one that can probably take up a good part of that episode. And I don't know that some folks will really feel comfortable sitting through a lot of that kind of an episode, but it's definitely worth something that we want to, uh, that, that we probably should address at some point. But, uh, uh, I think we want to try to keep it light tonight. So we can, we can do that though, but, but I really appreciate it. And I think that's a good idea. And, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll make a mental note to see if we can, uh, schedule that in, uh, in a future episode. Maybe set aside, uh, a, a portion of that episode to, to discuss that. I think that would be a good idea. Uh, where was it? Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. The lager day. Yeah, I'll drink to that. It's National Locker Day. I think with that, we can, uh, I think we're done with the national days. <laughs> Once again, this is what we're drinking. The Hard Hill Farms Cabernet Sauvignon Grapes Sourced from Sustainable Vineyards. And it is, well, it's all free of all kinds of stuff except alcohol. I'll tell you that much. Uh, 120 calories, 5 grams of carbohydrates, 0 grams of protein, 0 grams of fat. I'm sure there's plenty of sugars in here. Gluten-free, vegan-friendly, sustainably grown, and recyclable. And once again, I don't know if they're talking about the bottle or the wine. Uh, I don't know, but I, <laughs> I can uh, only surmise. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a recyclable, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, you know, I, there were there were a couple of things I wanted to, to read off to you. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned before, if you go to the website and there is a comment box, let me see if I can pull that up here. This is pretty interesting. Let me go over here to the Drink with Rick webpage, drinkwithrick.com. Let me scroll up here and let's go to the, oh, let's go to tonight's episode. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Tonight's episode, Cabernet from California with Silly Spam and Dad Jokes. Now we're getting to the Silly Spam silly spam Department. Okay, if you go down here and you'll see the comments and you can add a comment in the comment box, right? So we get comments. I get comments in here sometimes. Sometimes I get some very good comments. Sometimes I get spam. There's something else in here. Uh, where is it? Oh, contact. There's the contact box. Okay, so we've got the contact box. And folks can contact me for various things, like I have a question, I have a comment, I have a wine recommendation, I want to be a sponsor. Yeah, most I get most of the spammers from that. I want you to review my wine slash product. Yeah, I got a lot of spam from that one too. Or other. I get a lot of spam from all of them. So anyway, uh, let me get back to the camera here. There we go. Am I back? Yes. All right, so I get a lot of spam, okay? And then I do get some legitimate requests and things like that. I've had folks that have uh, offered to to give me some free wine in exchange for an honest review, and I've done that. I've, I've, I've reviewed a few wines that I've gotten for free, and I let people know, you know, I got this one for free, and I, and I reviewed it, gave it a fair and an honest one. I've done some of that sort of thing. And then I've had people just asking questions or, or maybe suggestions for the show or, or whatever. Uh, 
you know, a lot of different things, but I do get a lot of spam. And normally with spam, I just kind of, you know, I, I chuck it. I, I toss it. It's, it's, it's junk. It's, it's spam, right? I mean, it's annoying. You don't want to even read it. It's, 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 it's stupid. But every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll get one that makes me chuckle or that kind of makes me shake my head and, and wonder, what? <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that within the last week or so, now, last week I was off. Last week I was off because uh, we didn't do a show because uh, I'd done two shows during the holidays and then the Thanksgiving special and then uh, then the one on Saturday the next night or the next couple of nights. And um, I was I was a little burnt out for the week and I had all these promotions going on for for work. Uh, you know, I, I work for a company called By Two Way Radios and we you know I, I'm the product manager there and we, this is our really busy time of the year where we're doing all of our, our uh, year-end promotions, our holiday uh, promotions and sales and things like that. And, and, and uh, my son Tommy and I are, are, are busy doing, doing all that stuff. So I, I was a little, you know, I was pretty tired and, and wasn't feeling great. So I, I skipped last week just to kind of rest. I need a little bit of rest. So, uh, you know, during the, the last week or so, uh, and I normally get a lot of spam in, uh, you know, on on my website. But I, the last week or so, I received not one, but two really, really, oh, excuse me, three interesting, two are really interesting, uh, spam. And I want to share this with you because I thought, okay, this is, this is really off the wall. <laughs> a couple of these are off the wall. Um, maybe it was two. Yeah, that's three here. Okay, I I do receive a lot of you know before I get to the spam there I do want to I, I do receive a lot of nice comments as well one from Paul from a while back wanting to know about the seven Sicilians wines that are reviewed uh, sometime back uh, during the summer and uh, I don't think I have the a picture of it here now I think I, I took it down already but uh, it was a pretty good wine I gave it a pretty good review and Paul wanted to know um, where can I purchase this wine and. Um, I believe I purchased that one at. Um, I think I purchased that one at Total Wine. I think I, I think no wait a minute maybe I got it from Wine Store WineStore-Online.com but I think I've seen it at Total Wine uh, as well in the past and and it's it's pretty decent it's pretty decent wine if you haven't tried it if you like Italian wines uh, the Seven Sicilians is a pretty good pretty good wine I like that one that's one I can recommend. Um, another one that I got that was really, really nice, it was from my friend Rhonda from Rhonda. She she watches the show from time to time. She says, hi, Rick. I'm glad to see you're doing well, and it's always a treat to catch your show. And uh, and she told me to have a great week. And that was earlier uh, in, in the summer, though, but I want to read that again because it was just such a nice, it was such a nice touch. And Rhonda is such a sweet person. She She's a really nice, nice lady. Um so I, I get some really nice ones, you know, and then I get stuff like this. And I'm, I'm going to share this with you for just a moment. Okay, so uh, so this one comes from Chase, if that's his real name, uh, Chase, and he he clicks he clicks the item that says I want to be a sponsor. Well, of course, he doesn't want to be a sponsor. He he says, where do I send this? 
Where do I send this? And he says, I made a video for your website. Can I send it here for you to look at? Respond with sure if this is a good place to send it. It's from Chase, right? Okay. Now, normally with spam, you'll get, you know, you'll get links. You'll get links with the spam. So you click on the link and go somewhere or get hit with uh, some malware or spyware or whateverware. And, uh, you know, or lose uh, everything in your bank account or whatever. There's no link in here or anything like that. He just says, hey, uh, I made a video for your website. Can I send it here for you to look at? Respond with sure if this is a good place to send it. Well, he titled it, Where Do I Send This? Well, uh, Chase, to let you know, if you're watching, and I doubt that you are, where do I send that? <laughs> where do I send my response? <laughs> you left me nothing to, re- left me no place to respond to. Um, re- I would respond with, with uh, no thanks, but uh, I don't, yeah, I don't have a place to send that. Yeah, so, anyway, so that's, uh, <laughs> That's for Chase. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got another one here. The next one, everybody having fun yet? <laughs> Anybody having fun yet? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. It's, it's, uh, Jaycon says, uh, given your profession, do you plan on doing a future stream about ham radios? I think ham is getting popular again. It is. It is. Wow, we're go- we're we are going uh, on the uh, yeah we're going down the rabbit hole with ham radio. Yes, uh, giving your profession. Yes, I am a ham operator. Uh, I I am a ham radio operator as well as my son uh, Tom Tommy Antios. He, uh, he's been on the show a number of times, and um, we're both we're both hams. We also have a GMRS license. We're both GMRS uh, operators. Uh, ham is getting popular again. Yes, it is. It it was there was a bit of a lull for a while, but it's starting to pick up again. And you can see a lot of ads, particularly on YouTube, advertising ham radio uh, uh, prep courses and things like that, uh, which, which is great. Uh, GMRS, uh, for those who are not aware, is that's the General Mobile Radio Service. That's an, another one that requires a license, but you don't have unlike uh, ham radio, which requires you to take a test. So you have to study and take a test. There are actually three le- levels, and uh, you, a technician, general, and an extra um, that you have to take tests for. Uh, unlike that, uh, GMRS doesn't require that. All you have to do is you just go to the FCC website. They just want your money. But you, you go to the F- uh, FCC website and, and plunk down your thirty-five bucks for for a uh, license, and you've got a license. The cool thing about GMRS licenses, see, I'm I am going down a rabbit hole here. The cool thing, I've got a radio right here. This is a this is a KG nine thirty five G plus. This is a really this is a really cool radio. Um, that we sell by twoearradios.com. Uh, we're having a sale going on on some of these radios too, as a matter of fact. But um, GMRS doesn't require a license. You just, you just go to the FCC website, give them your 35 bucks, you get a call sign. The cool thing about GMRS is that it's good for you. It's not just for you, but it's good for your entire family. And when I mean, when I say your entire family, I mean your entire family. That one license covers you and your spouse, and your kids, and your grandkids, and your uh, your 
aunts, uncles, cousins, pretty much extended family. It's really cool for 35 bucks, and, it, and it's for 10 years. That license is good for 10 years. You can go out and get that one license, and then you buy radios for everybody in your household. And and, uh, uh, and they don't necessarily all have to live at home either, you know, as long as they're related to you. Uh, and you can just use them all. It's really, really cool. I, I think GMRS – and GMRS – since they changed the rules in 2017 and lowered the license fees uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I think that was a big thing is when they lowered the license fees because they used to be a, a lot higher than that. And uh, since they did that, it's just that the number of people getting GMRS licenses has just shot way up, way, way up. And, and it's becoming more popular than ham, actually. Uh, it's going to pretty soon, if it hasn't already, it's going to very soon surpass ham radio as the most popular consumer radio service out there. Um, did, did that? <laughs> I hope that answered your question. That, that takes me down some rabbit holes. Okay, we've got a couple more uh, of these here. Okay, so I got another, I received another one, uh, not too long after that first one. And... Uh, this was from Wayne, and Wayne clicked that that little uh, that, that that little um, down arrow and went down to choose. I have a wine recommendation. So I was thinking, well, okay, you have a wine recommendation. No, you didn't. <laughs> this is great. He, the title is "Your truck is about to get towed away." Your no, seriously, your truck is about oh, to get towed great. away. And when I first thought this, the first thing that came to my head was my truck is about to get towed away. Oh my. So the message body says, How come you never returned my call? I've been trying to get a hold of you for hours. This truck has got to go today. And and that's in all caps. Got to go today. Otherwise, it's getting towed. Please call me back at, and he left his number. I'm not going to read it here. Please call me back at, and the number's there. And then in parentheses, he says, press pound at the prompt and then ask for Wayne. In parentheses. So this is from... From Wayne, (laughs) press pound at the prompt and ask for Wayne. How come you never return my call? I've been trying to get a hold of you for hours. This truck has got to go today. Otherwise, it's getting towed. Please call me back at... Unbelievable. That that floored me because for, for two reasons. One... Why would he contact me? And once again, he left his phone number this time. And then this this one left his phone number. His phone. And I don't know how legit this is, but he left the phone number. I didn't call it. No, I didn't call it. But he left the phone number. But there's no link or anything like that. So I, I'm like, okay, uh, what? Who? Who is this guy? Uh, the, the the first the first thing is that he didn't. He left the phone number, but no other information about this. The second thing is, I don't own a truck. I, I do not own a truck. So, <laughs> um, 
so I don't know who he thought he was contacting uh, or if this really was spam, but th- this is uh, – actually, this is – that's just totally ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. This calls for more wine. No matter what kind of wine it is. Oh, boy. I was going to say this wine needs more salt, but no, it doesn't. last one that I got here was just a few days after that, well, four days after that. This came from uh, Mike. And he also, he he chose, I want to be a sponsor. And then he typed in buyers. I want to be a sponsor. Buyers. Okay. Well, what does he want? Does he want to buy some, some, uh, he, want, he wants to buy some, some uh, advertising on my show? Oh, great. Great. Because I, I, Generally, don't sell advertising on the show, but uh, I could. I would like to start any time. That would be great. If he wants to be a sponsor, that that would be. That would oh be fantastic. yeah. And here's what his message is: I have a list of buyers that want to work with your company, but I need a message to send them. Can you let me know what you think a good pitch would be? Also, if I get you some <laughs> also if I get you some leads that buy, would you be willing to split a commission with me? And that's that's from Mike. <laughs> okay, so so he has a list of buyers that want to work with my company. First of all. It's not a company. I, 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 I do this wine stream. It's Drink with Rick. It's a wine stream. It's a show. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a company. But I need a message to send them. So am I supposed to make a message? I'm supposed to send. Can you let me know what you think a good pitch would be? Okay, so he wants me to write the pitch. That's what he is. He's got a list of buyers, but he wants me to write a pitch. Okay, so he wants me to do all the legwork. That's what he wants to do. He wants me to write the pitch, set it all up, and then send that over to him to give to his list of buyers. Also, if I get you some leads that buy, would you be willing to split a commission with me? So he wants me to do all the legwork to make uh, to, to do all this stuff to write a pitch and send it off to him to his list of buyers, and then he wants a commission from that. And once again, there's no link or anything in here. There's no link. It's just he's he's asking me a question. I don't know how to respond to this. I know how to respond to this. I know, I know how I know exactly how to respond to this. That's how I respond to that. That's my mom, by the way. (laughs) Oh, boy. And there 
there you go. That's the kind of stuff I get on my website at drinkwithrick.com. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, where Sid wants to know, can you tell me some interesting stories that happened in your ham career? Wow. Um, interesting stories that happened in my ham career. I, uh, well, I, I, I have some. I mean, everybody has some, but I don't know how really how interesting they would be. A lot of them would be technical, uh, but I, I don't know if they'd really be be really interesting. Looks like we've got some. It looks like we've got a spammer in the chat on. Uh... Yeah, it looks like we got a spammer in the chat on uh, on Twitch there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a spammer in the chat on Twitch. Seeing that the spam never ends, does it? <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've got some story. I've got some ham stories. I don't know if any of them are really interesting enough to to share. I mean, I've, I've made a few contacts. I made some contacts. I, I tell you, mostly what I do these days with the ham is I, I don't really make uh, many long distance contacts. What I do with uh, the ham stuff these days mostly is uh, I get on some of the local nets and what those are. And we have what's what's. Uh, I'm really going to the weeds on this one. We have. In our areas, we have some repeaters. And if you're not familiar with what a repeater system is, it's a means by which you can take your radio. Radio is really designed for these two-way radios. are designed for more like short-range communications, line-of-sight communications, as far as you can see. Um, but what a repeater does, it, it gives you the ability to uh, – and they have them set up in various places all around the country and around the world, actually – it gives you the ability to uh, to be able to tune in to that that station and uh, essentially extend your range by repeating your signal. Like, for instance, if I was going to contact, if I wanted to contact somebody across the state, or say in the next state, like say in, in, in South Carolina, uh, it, this wouldn't reach that far. It, it wouldn't. It would. It would go a little far, a mile or two, you know, whatever. But if I wanted to extend my reach say, 50, 60 miles, then I would contact, instead of going radio to radio to another person directly, I would go, I would contact them through a repeater. And the repeater would pick up the signal and then broadcast it out or repeat it out uh, across a broader range to where the person on the other side, maybe 50 miles away, could receive it and, and return the call and talk to me. We could talk to each other. And there are repeater systems that are linked together. Uh, actually, some repeater systems are, are linked together where you can essentially talk to people uh, in several, sta- several states away or maybe across the country. And um, that's, uh, that's how that works. So I've been getting on these repeaters. They have uh, some groups and some clubs, some radio clubs, ham radio clubs, if you will, will uh, we'll have... Uh, They'll have their network set up, and sometimes they'll have these nightly, what they call an, a net, a nightly net, where they have a coordinated uh, sort of a get-together 
uh, on the radio where you can call in and everybody can call in and and then you give your call sign and and they'll log your call signs and then everybody gets a turn uh, making comments or talking to each other and that sort of thing. Sometimes, sometimes these nets are very, very regimented where everybody just gets a turn to say something. Other times, some of the nets are really more free-for-alls where everybody's just talking back and forth. It, it, it really, rain, it, it, it runs the gamut. It, it does. But, uh, I, sometimes you get on these nets at night, you know, local nets in my area and, and, uh, we, we have some fun chatting around. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, ham radio can be a lot of fun. And the same, things, same thing with GMRS. GMRS, we, they have the same thing. They have uh, uh, repeaters, and, and you can get on net, local nets, and you can get on and talk to other people on the repeater uh, pretty much 24-7. Uh, lots of fun there. It really is. And it's, it's a great way to, to meet some people, and it's a great way to uh, kind of uh, – it's it's also when you're using it as utility for utility reasons to be able to contact you know like say for instance my son is working uh, in in Rock Hill and I'm at home here I can contact him through the repeater and we can talk back and forth that way so uh, it's it's very pra- it's a very practical way to to uh, communicate it's very it's instant communications too it's not like a cell phone where you have to dial the number up or that sort of thing it's just instant you push the button and you're talking to them right away. Pretty cool stuff. Great stuff. Uh, let's see. Did I answer that? Yeah. Where it says, hi, spammer. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it. None of my mods are here tonight. So <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Uh, let's see. Let's check kick because uh, we have folks, we have folks watching kick. Um, uh, oh, dad jokes. I almost forgot. Jaycon, thanks for reminding me because we have a few dad jokes. Let's do let's tell some dad jokes. By the way, everybody, get in the chats with your dad jokes. If you have some dad jokes, bad, good, and different, and otherwise, your best, your worst dad jokes. I'll give out. Uh, I've got. A, I'll give out a book or two, or maybe something else for the best and the worst. We'll tell a few dad jokes here for a few minutes, and uh, we've got some time. Yeah, <laughs> we we've got time. Sure. My wife is shaking her head. I, I I can hear her shaking her head in the next room. You said it was going to be a short show. No. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's tell some dad jokes. I have a few. And uh, I've got them right here, as a matter of fact. Let me scroll down here a little bit. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to re- I read that one before. It's no good. <laughs> Uh, here's one. After an unsuccessful harvest, why did the farmer try to do, try a career in music? Because he had a ton of sick beats. Yeah. I only seem to get sick on the weekdays. I must have a weekend immune system. They're bad. I didn't say there were good dad jokes. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, nah, some of these are dumb. <laughs> I don't, you know, the thing is, I don't get, you know, did, did you see the Marvel movie? The, uh, not the Marvels, but the other one, the, the, um, my my son and I watched this uh, last week. Well, my whole family actually watched it uh, weekend before last. I think no, it was last weekend. It was the uh, 
it it was the third um which Marvel movie did we watch now? It, no, it wasn't the Marvels. It was. It was. Uh, I've been told that uh, that's not a movie to go see, so I I didn't go see it. Uh, I I don't know. I just did it by hearsay. People are saying, nah, yeah, don't go see it. Um, but the one that uh, that we did see was um, what did we see? I, I don't remember now. We watched a Marvel movie last week. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Three. That's what we saw. Guardians of the Galaxy Three, and it, it was actually pretty good. A little bittersweet at the end, I think, but it was it was pretty good overall. I liked it, and uh, you know, I was thinking that uh, the Marvel movie. I, I'm not really big on Marvel much anymore. I used to really like the Marvel movies uh, a lot, but it's just kind of I've kind of marveled out. You know, that was not a dad joke, by the way, but it's just. <laughs> And and one of the the uh, Marvel characters that I never really cared for that some people love the Hulk. I, I, I who's not my favorite character, um, the Hulk. Um, I really really more into Fantastic Four, and I like the Thing, but the the Hulk was not really my favorite. The thing is, I don't. You know, even so, though, a lot of people love the Hulk, and I, I don't really get why Marvel doesn't use the Hulk to advertise more, because he's basically one big banner, right? That was a long setup for another joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, whoever stole my copy of Microsoft Office, I will find you. You have my word. Have you heard about the new corduroy pillows? They're making headlines. If a pig loses its voice, does it become disgruntled? I don't know. Uh, why did the alternate universe Spider-Man do so well on his driving test? He's an excellent parallel parker. Ooh. That deserved a rim shot. That did. That was good. That was good. How does cereal pay its bills? With checks. Yeah. That was kind of dumb, actually. Um, have you heard about the restaurant on the moon, by the way? It's great. Great food. It's no atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, some of these are just too dumb. <laughs> By the way, um, I, I know last week I was out and I wasn't feeling great, but this, 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 uh, I'm really going to try and get myself back into shape. And the New Year's resolution thing, I'm really trying to take that more seriously this next year in 2024. So I'm going to really try to do some things health wise to, to improve my health, right? 
One of the things that uh, I'm going to go buy is, uh, no, I'm not going to go buy it, but, well, I might buy some. I'll buy some apples, buy apples, because I've heard that an apple a day keeps the doctor away. At least it does if you throw it hard enough. <laughs> I built a model of Mount Everest, and my son asked if it was to scale. I said, no, it's to look at. <sighs> By the way, what has five toes and isn't your foot? My foot. Yeah, anybody else have any better ones? <laughs> let's see if we can... Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, Ross, you got any dad jokes? I know, I'm sure you got some dad jokes. Jacon says, what's the secret to enjoying a good bottle of wine? Open the bottle to let it breathe. And if it doesn't look like it's breathing... Give it mouth to mouth. I like that one. I like that one. That's good. Here's Jaycon. And yes, I'm gonna yeah, well it's it's breathing. Whatever. <laughs> this is not the greatest wine in the world, trust me. <laughs> By the way, uh, I'm going to show this one more time. I know that, uh, oh, where Sid has one. Let me do this first. Where Sid says, uh, the wife and husband went on a dinner date. The husband started eating without praying. The wife said, um, at home, we always pray before we eat. The husband replied, yes, but here the chef knows how to cook. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You get this. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, wow. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that. By the way, I've got one for you. And this is in the form of a video because I haven't played it in a long time. For those who haven't seen it, let me see if I can find it. It's, uh, I got to go find it again. <laughs> All right. I got a couple. I got a couple here. Here's one. This is uh this is our sponsor for the night. <laughs> Chugabug. It's no secret kids love bugs, but that's no way to eat roaches. Try Chugabug, naturally flavored insect drink. Naturally flavored because it contains 90% real insect juice. Have a cake or just a mug, but you'll never choke on a leg when you chugabug. On fruity flying tangy termite. That was Chugabug. <laughs> But yes, that's that's a film that uh, my friend Jim and I made back in uh, the 1990s. We did it for a for a film contest. Our film co the uh, we belong to a film club in Orlando called the Center Photography Club of Orlando, and later called the Association of Cinematic Arts, and then the ACVA, which was the Association of Cinematic and Video Arts, and. Uh, we used to have uh, about once a month or so. We'd have a little film uh, contest, a little film contest in club. And what we do is that people would have a month to go home and make little films, and, and then we'd go and show them 
this was talking about films, like Super 8 films, like like this, or videos. You can do it on video, but but Super 8 films like this, on on uh, Super 8 sound film, and uh, then we'd show them, and the winner would get a certificate, which was pretty cool. So that was one that we did. For we did for I don't remember if we actually won anything for that one or not. Um, I think there was another one that we did. I don't know if you start. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw this one yet, but I'll show this one. This is another one. Uh, Where Sid says, I don't know whether it's just me, but there's something really beautiful and organic about old ads and films. Kind of a peaceful vibe. Yeah, there is. It is kind of a, you know what else is a peaceful vibe? Is watching, you ever watch Me TV or Star TV or some of these other, t- uh, these, uh, not Star TV, what's the other one? Uh, Antenna TV and some of these old shows, they show old TV shows, and my favorites like Green Acres and stuff like that. But a lot of the old TV shows, Andy Griffith and things. But um, I, I love the old promos because I used to, when I worked in television, and yes, in another life, I worked uh, in, in TV. I uh, was a film editor. started off as a film editor at WOFL Channel 35 back in um, the late 70s, early 80s, and um, then went on to video editing and did a lot of other things, did some voice work and things like that. Um, what uh, One of the things that I used to do is I used to make produce promos. I, I was working for WRBW later on, too. I did a lot of this. I uh, used to do promos for for some TV shows and movies and stuff, and I used to love to do that, these, these movie promos, TV, TV promos. Here's one I did that was just a joke. It's, it's okay. <laughs> but here's one I did for uh, on Super 8 with my friends Jim and Eric. Um, that was uh, that was that was a spoof, and this one's called Starchy and Crutch. I don't know. You remember the old, the, the, not the movie, but the TV show Starchy and Hutch. This was this was actually made the last during the last season. That Starsky and Hutch was on the air back in 1980, and uh, we we actually made a, a a spoof promo for it. But here it is. On the next exciting episode of Starchy and Crutch. the next exciting episode of Starchy and Crutch tonight on SAV. That was uh, Starchy and Crutch. We made a lot of these old films. But that kind of brings me into what I, I I guess what I wanted to mention briefly. And uh, that, you know, I've been doing this show for five years now. The um, Drink with Rick on the Saturday Night Wine Stream. Been doing it for five years. Uh, we've got our holiday shows coming up, and I want to mention that real briefly. So I, I hope everybody shows up for the holiday shows because I think I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. Um, but I uh, am starting a new podcast and a new stream uh, this uh, this coming uh, winter in, in, in winter that uh, 
I hope will take off. And it has to do with going back to my roots as a Super 8 filmmaker. And uh, and I don't want to get too far into it just yet because it's still in development. But I'm really excited about this and I'm hoping that I can get this started up and that will go pretty well. There is a pretty large uh, community for this. I was surprised. Very large community for for Super 8 and millimeter filmmakers. So uh, I've been showing some of my films here. And as you know, I showed, uh, we premiered, for those of you who missed it, by the way, you can go back and watch uh, the episode from uh, last, the week before last, episode 229, when I premiered Space Apes from Ice Planet Alpha on this show. It is the feature film. It's the one and only feature film that uh, that we made on Super 8 back in 1992. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll like it. But I really would welcome your feedback on it and let me know what you think about it. Uh, especially the producer, uh, the, the director, I should say. I, I, we were the co-producers, but, but the director of the film, uh, Jim, uh, would really like to hear some feedback on it. So if you can go back and watch it and leave me some feedback, and I can pass it on to him and really, it'd really be appreciated. Uh, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. <laughs> but you can go back and it was episode 229, I think, uh, uh, week before last. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to get to was before I close out the show tonight and give the, the final review of the wine, I want to let you know that the rest of the shows for this season, for season five, are going to be uh, pretty much holiday related. So we've got a lot of, of wines. We've got everything's all set up to go. I've got wines back here to review. I've got, uh, wow, we've got this peppermint wine from Trader Joe's that I'm anxious to try for the, for the holidays. Uh, we have, oh, I've got to tell you, um, the, um, the one just for for Christmas, we're, the show that we're going to do that Saturday night, was it the 23rd, I think is what it is? We are going to open a German wine, and we're going to have mulled wine. Yes, for the first time in this show, I'm going to try mulled wine. I have never tried mulled wine before. Never had this. So this is going to be very, very interesting to review a mulled wine. If you're not familiar with what mulled wine is... Well, you'll have to tune in for that show because I'll explain what it is, and we're going to try it. I've got one here, a German wine that's mulled wine. We're going to heat it up right here on the show, uh, right here live. We're going to try it out and taste it, and uh, try it. it's kind of a holiday thing. It really is. So please join me for that show. That's going to be uh, in two weeks. And then the one for the 23rd? I think so. The two weeks? Uh, I think so. Yes. Uh, let's see. Tonight's the night. Yeah, it's 23rd. So we're going to do that. Then we're also going to be, and the other thing that I'm really excited about is, you know, the last couple of years, and this is a tradition that started a, a few years ago. A few years ago, my sister Penny, who watches the show a lot, uh, or has, and, 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 you know, she comes in from time to time. She sent me a wine advent calendar, and I had never really messed with wine advent calendars. I'd seen them, but I'd never really bought one or whatever. She she sent me one. It was a really nice gift. But I was saying to myself, well, what am I going to do with this? Because there are all these wines in here. If you don't know what a wine advent calendar is, it's, it's a box of little wine samples, about 125 million uh, wine, wine bottles, and there are a whole bunch of them. 
and they're kind of in a calendar kind of thing and in, in, in a box and you really don't know what you're getting till you open it up uh, till you open each individual one up and you try them to taste them all and and, uh, and you know, have a lot of fun with it so it's a calendar uh, of wine so she sent me this thing and I tried a few of them and I thought I didn't want to keep this to myself. I wanted to share it with you. I wanted to have some fun on the show with you. So I took this wine advent calendar and I said, well, what can I do with this thing? And I came up with a game. I came up with a drinking game. It doesn't require you to drink on the show, although you can if you want to, but it doesn't require you to. But it was, it, it, it was, it requires me to do it. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, that's what I do, right? Just drink with a rig. Uh, wouldn't be drink with Rick if Rick wasn't drinking on the show, right? So, uh, and that's why we didn't have one last week. But the Wine Advent calendar was such a hit. Everybody got into the chat and we had a lot of fun with it. And I made a game out of it and we gave away some prizes and people had so much fun with it that I said, let's do this again next year. So we did it again next year and we we had a great turnout and people loved playing this game. It was it was really cool. I gave away more prizes. I said, let's make this a tradition, and that's what we did. So that's what we're going to do on New Year's uh, New Year's Eve for the for the show. Then I'm I've got the wine advent calendar sitting right over here. It's ready to go. So uh, we have we're going to play the the drink with Rick drinking game again, and. Everybody gets in the chat, and we all guess. It's a guessing game, and I'll explain it all when explain all the rules and everything when we get into it and, and start to do it. But uh, everybody gets to participate, and you can win some prizes. You win some. We gave away some great prizes last uh, couple of years, and you, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some more to give away this year. So I hope you'll join me. Please join me for the uh, the. Next uh, drinking game here, which is going to be on New Year's Eve. So uh, please, I, I you'll have a great time. Trust me, it's 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 a lot of fun. Everybody's enjoyed it when whenever we did it. So um, let's see what. Well, let me ca- catch up the chats again here. Where sis says, uh, I don't know if it's just me, but there's something really beautiful and organic about. Oh, well, I read that. Uh, where it also says, I would recommend you to watch Mind Your Language, Rick, when you have some time. You'll absolutely love it. I have heard of that. Mind Your Language. I haven't seen it. I, I, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Mind Your Language. Um, where it says, wow, Glock or mold wine is one of my favorites. So you have had Glock. You have had mold wine before. So uh said, so... Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it. And, uh, actually the, one of the reasons why I chose this is because, uh, uh, several people have, have gotten in, as I recall, several people have gotten in the chat over the last year or two and suggested that I tried, that I try mold wine, that I try Glock. It's been actually for the last two or three years, people have been coming and says, Hey, yeah, I'm trying mold wine yet. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't think I ever have. So they're saying you got to you got to try it. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it on the show. We're going to do it live on the show, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Early yeah. So please join me for that. All right. Well, I think it's just about time. Um, <laughs> Jacon adds another dad joke here. Um, Jacon says, "Why did the wine connoisseurs insist on drinking from an old tire? He heard it was Goodyear." 
Ooh. <laughs> I'll go with that. That one gets a rim shot. Yeah, sure. Why not? I like that. Um, yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Well, I guess it's time to close it up. My wife's probably in the next room going, she's probably giving up on me by now. She's probably going to sleep by now. <laughs> Short show. Huh? Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, of course. Anyway, uh, let me give you a final review on this wine. So this is what we were drinking tonight. We were drinking the Heart Hill Farms. Uh, this is a Cabernet Sauvignon from California. Grapes sourced from sustainable vineyards. Now this wine is, I'm going to, and looking from the back of it again, Gluten-free, vegan-friendly, sustainably grown, and recyclable. And once again, I don't know if they're talking about the wine or the bottle. I assume it's the bottle, but you never know. Uh, you never know. It 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 could be the wine. <laughs> it really, really, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um... Uh, 13.5% ABV, 120 calories per five fluid ounces. And I can tell you for a fact that I have had more than five fluid ounces. Uh, five grams of carbohydrates, five carbs, five grams of carbs, uh, zero grams of proteins, zero grams of fat sourced from sustainable vineyards. Okay, I can tell you that... Uh, yeah, it's tasting better now. It, it is, but it's still uh, it's still a little bit salty. So here my takeaway. Let me take take another take another uh, sip of this. As it's opened up, the cherry has kind of leveled out a little bit because it was really strong on the cherry. It's leveled out a little bit. The tannins have. Smoothed out just a little bit, but there's still the the tannins are there. The fairly strong tannins. They've they've kind of eased a little bit, um, but uh, it's still you know what actually it's it's not as bold as it was in the very beginning. I think as it's opened up, it's mellowed out just a little bit, just a little, but it's still salty. That's the the weird thing about this wine. Something that I'm not used to is. That it tastes salty. I, I taste salt in this wine. Uh, I don't know if I like that or not. To be honest, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. The wine's not bad. It's it's not a bad wine. It's fairly bold. This is a fairly bold wine. You can tell even in these lights. It's, it's fairly bold. It, I don't know if I really like this. I tell you what, though, if you swirl it around, it's got legs. It's it definitely has some legs. I don't know if it really is thirteen point five percent ABV. It might be a little bit higher than that. They claim it's a thirteen point five. Yeah, definitely salty, a little bit smoky, some oak in this wine. It's it it went okay with with what was on the plate. It went okay. It it wasn't bad with a pair. It wasn't a bad pairing with anything on here. It went okay with the chicken parmesan that I had, which is really cold now, and the um, the cheese over there. 
is the, uh, you know, I lost, where, where am I here? Okay. And it, it went okay with the Creamy Toscano with the Syrah. And it went uh, okay with the with the Trader Joe's Double Cream Gouda. And really the Gouda actually, I think, helped the wine more than the wine pairing with the Gouda. Really, it went okay with it. But uh, overall, I think this is I, this is a wine you you kind of yeah you kind of want to have this with food, but you can't have it with just every food. I don't know if this would be a really good steak wine. I don't know if this would it might be okay with a burger, but yeah, it's kind of salty. Um, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't want to say a Chick Fil A sandwich or something. I, I don't want to. <laughs> But it's 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 okay. It's not okay. Three point one. Okay, who was asking me about three point one stars earlier? Um, and Jamie Ferris in the chat, by the way. Jamie Ferris says hi. How are you doing? And Jamie uh, Ferris, thanks for being here, by the way. And Murdoch sixty four. Uh, is in also in the chat. Uh, thank you for being here, both of you. Uh, Jamie it wants to know, how can a wine be recyclable? That's a very good question. I think they're referring to the bottle. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine they're referring to the wine. I really don't. I don't know how a wine could be recyclable. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, recy- it does say recyclable. If you look in the back there, it says... It says gluten-free, vegan-friendly, sustainably grown, and recyclable. Now, how can – I mean, it's really – I mean, they can't be talking about the bottle. I mean, the, the, everything on here is talking about the wine, right? I don't know. At this point, <laughs> recyclable wine. Uh, that's that's a new one on me. I'll have to say, uh, Javel. Um and uh, Murdoch's great to see you here. Love Murdoch sixty four says love mulled wine and and uh, you know I'm I'm looking forward to trying this. So uh, please join me here. Uh, we're going we're going to try it out. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And Jewel says, could you try special collection old tavern someday? You know what? I'll tell you what. Let me write that down. This show's getting longer by the minute, isn't it? It's okay. It's good. We we missed a week. Okay, so uh, special collection old tavern. I'm going to write this down. Okay, old tavern. Got it. Not familiar. With it. Let me see if I can. Once again, I do make a concerted effort when when uh, when everyone in the chat gets in and, and someone gets in and says, "Hey, can you try this out?" I do make a concerted effort to go find it. I really do, and I, it, my son will tell you, my wife will tell you that I, I go around. Sometimes I'll, I'll scour around, uh, you know, pretty much half the town looking for a specific wine, and, and I've done this on numerous occasions where someone will suggest a wine or or a beer or something to me, and 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 I'll go hunting around for it, and sometimes I find it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's just not available in my area. Uh, now we're in North Carolina, which. For a long time, you know, for a while, uh, was a dry state, <laughs> you know, pretty much. And uh, even so, now they have they have so many restrictions, and they allow. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going off on another tangent here. But uh, Jaycon, we were talking about corruption and things like that earlier. This is another thing. Um, some states, from what I understand, some states, there really aren't that many restrictions on as far as the different distributors that, of, of alcoholic beverages. In certain states, there are really, really tight restrictions on this sort of thing to the point where, you know, some, if you're in a state that has an ABC store, um, you know, th- those are the only stores that can sell the liquor. In some states, those are the ones that are, are state sanctions that can sell liquor in that state. And other states can't. And uh, for those who, who, you know, maybe have a few more freedoms, there are states where it's controlled by one distributor or only a couple of distributors can operate in that state. And we happen to be in a state where uh, you've got the ABC stores and then you have a, a, another distributor, but everything's kind of tied to a specific distributor in that store, in that state or in that region where everything goes through that distributor. And if it's not available from that distributor, if that distributor doesn't carry it, you can't get it. And let's say, for instance, uh, that distributor does carry it, but at any time they can decide that we're no longer going to carry it, we're going to carry something else and swap that in, then all of a sudden all the stores around here, you can't get it from that store anymore because that distributor just dropped it. And then, you know, you're only you're kind of stuck with whatever the distributor decided that they were going to carry uh, in all the stores. So you've got – there's a lot of uh, – once again, I, I, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this, but I think that this sort of thing is overregulated. Now, I understand there's some reasons for having some of these regulations. I completely understand that, and I'm completely on board with some of that. But I, I think to a certain extent that in some – Areas and in some ways, it's overregulated, and they should kind of ease up on that a little bit. But that's just my that's my thought. <laughs> you know, that's that's my opinion. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. So uh, anyway, yeah, I'll go look for it. I will make a considered effort to look for it, and if I can find it, I will see if I can I, I can try it, and and uh, we'll give it a, a fair and an honest review. Uh, Murdoch says, uh, do you like champagne? Wow, what a great question. Uh, no, it is. I'm, I'm not being silly. I, I, seriously, that is a great question. Uh, wow. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> I'll have to say yes and no. Yes in the sense that uh, there are a couple of champagnes that I will drink. There are a lot of different champagnes that I, I, I won't drink, I won't touch, I, that I don't like at all. With, for me, champagne is something that I can have a little bit of. I can have a little bit of, and then I'm kind of done with it. And it's not so much that I'm, I know there are some people that can have a little bit of champagne and they just go bonkers over it, or they, they just go loopy, um, or both. And um, I'm, I'm not really a champagne person. I'm not somebody who is really into the carbonation of in alcoholic beverages too much. Now, I say that, oh, wow, I'm really, <laughs> I'm setting myself up here. 
All right. I say that loosely because, yes, I do like beer. Okay? I, I love beer as I like wine. And I have beers over here. And I have ales and things like that. So, yes, uh, I do like some carbonated alcoholic beverages. That, that's not exactly what I mean. Uh, when it comes to uh, champagnes. It's a little bit different. It's it's a little more complicated. I don't know if I can really explain it very well. But uh, champagne to me has been something that, um, once again, there, there are a couple of champagnes I, I can drink. And I can drink in small quantities. And then uh, when I have a little bit, like, I can, you know, like on New Year's Day or something, I can have a, a glass and then I can say, okay, this was uh, just for the sake of celebration. This is good, and then I'm done with it. I, I'm, I'm done with it, and I don't have to have another glass of champagne for another year. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm, not, I'm not really a champagne kind of person. But uh, I do appreciate what goes into making champagne. Uh, I do understand what goes make, into making it, the process for making champagne, and and it is a process. And uh, I have to say that there there's a lot of work involved, and and I do appreciate that. And I think you know a good champagne. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a work of art, but I think it's it's a good champagne. So that is is uh, uh, really uh, an achievement. It, it really is. So uh, yeah, there are some champagnes that uh, a couple of champagnes that uh, that I do have have uh, a fair amount of respect for uh, champagne makers that I do have some respect for. And, uh, there are. Uh, where it says general reminder, you missed my chats. Did I miss your chat? Oh, I guess I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get caught up in in everything in the moment, and so I miss stuff. Sorry about that. Um, so where it says that you did not have any pastry on National Pastry Day? Ah, man, it's it's past that, isn't it? Um, well, you know, I could have a post pastry on National uh, Post National Pastry Day. I could have a little bit. Let me try this. Let me try this one. This looks good. This looks interesting. No, I I didn't because I I'll be honest with you. I'm. Let me have this one first. Mm. Oh, it's actually pretty good. Mm. There's my pastry. See, I you direct the show. I wasn't going to have any, but I am now. All right, try a little bit of wine. Oh boy. Okay, now. Normally, and people have watched me have desserts with wine. In general, desserts go great with a lot of different wines, and particularly red wines. White wines too, but particularly reds. Um, and I like having some dessert with red wines and, and uh, some of the very, very, very good pairings. That particular pastry with this wine... I th I'm sure that that pastry would go good with a lot of different good wines. This wine, I don't think, is a very good pastry wine. I don't think it works well with pastries. 
Actually, I don't think this is a really, uh, I don't think this is a very good dessert wine, to be honest. It works okay with some of the other foods we try, but I, I wouldn't say it's a, a good dessert wine. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Well, um, but I did, I did try it, right? I did try it. And, um, so I have had, yeah, it is past uh, natural, uh, national pastry day, right? Natural, natural. I can't talk anymore. Maybe it is the wine. I bet this wine, this, uh, wine has a higher alcohol content than, uh, than they're saying. So, uh, yes, uh, I, I had some pastry. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, the pastry was pretty good, actually. The, the wine, Perry, not so much. And I think a lot of it had to do with the salt. This wine does taste salty. It does. Uh, at least to me. At least to me, it does. So I don't know if that went really well with that. Murdoch says, uh, Murdoch says, I love Corbell. Okay, Corbell is, and, and that's one of the ones that Ashley is, is fairly high, highly rated. Corbell is a fairly highly rated. Uh, uh, when we're talking about champagnes, um, that's uh, Jeff. Uh, okay, Jeff says, uh, is a sweet wine that impressed me because it was something that I was not used to drink. Yeah, you know, the uh, champagnes. And, and people have asked me before, why haven't you tried more ports? And why haven't you tried more, um, you know, uh, sweet wines of, of, of different types? And because the reason is simple is because I'm not really a sweet wine person. I kind of gravitate towards the drier wines, which is why you see me with the cabs and the uh, the Pinot, the Pinot Noirs, and the Zinfandels, and, and things like that. Even the, the white wines, I tend to gravitate more towards the Chardonnays, the, the, the Cabernet Franc, uh, Cabernet Blanc, the, you know, the, all of these. Uh, I can tend to, dr to go more for the dry wines, although I have had some sweet wines in the show. Now, there is one wine that I have not tried that I have had sitting down here for a long, long time. And this is one called a um, Pink Catawba. And my uh, my cousin really loves this wine, and she gave me a bottle of it. But that bottle is about seven years old. And I could have tried it on the show when I first started, but at this point, I'm kind of afraid to open it up and try it because I don't think that is a wine that stays long on the shelf. This is not one of those wines that will age for five to ten years. This is one that, that's kind of wine that you kind of drink right away within one or two years. So I have not opened that one. And that is a sweet wine. And I have had it. It's uh, she loves that wine. And it's and it's great, but uh, and I have tried it. And it's okay, but it's it's just it's just too sweet for me. It really is. Um, but if you like sweet wines, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so I had the I had the. 
um, pastry there. Uh, so once again, this is a wine that and we're getting back to a square one here, going back full circle. Um, this Heart Hill Farms wine, and I have gone down into the bottle, about halfway into the bottle. Uh, I'll have to say that it's it's okay. I would not give it, when it comes to, someone was asking me earlier, would I give it 3.1 stars? Barely. I would say it's, I really want to be nice to this wine, okay? Uh, for $5.20, this, this wine costs $5.20, and it's really not a it's not that bad of a wine. It's not a great cab. I'll be look. Look behind me. I've got a bunch of cabs behind me that I've had. I've reviewed a lot of cabs. I love cabernets, reds and whites. But I have to say, this is not really up there in that that upper tier of of cabs that I like. It's it's okay. But it's not my favorite cab. I have had much better cabs. And I yes, I have had worse. And yes, I have had the Two Buck Chuck. And uh, Two Buck Chuck, of course, uh, the Cabernet version is... Well, let's hope I, I don't have to go back to those days. But th- this, uh, this isn't like that, but it's, it's, not, it's not a great cab. Okay, I can't say that I recommend. I, there are a lot of other cabs in the five to ten dollar range that I would recommend first. Now, you know what? Here, one that I would recommend before this would be the collections. That was the very first wine, the very first episode of Drink with Rick on the Saturday Night Wine Stream was the collections. That was a wine from Target. It's a Target wine, Target branded house brand wine. Of course, Target didn't make that wine. They just they just bought it and, and packaged it and labeled it as a Target brand. It was okay, not great, but okay. I would still put that a little bit above this. So maybe I would give this a two point eight stars. Maybe. I I think that's where we'll leave that. It's okay. Not my favorite. But I'm hoping that we'll have some really good wines next week. Jevril says uh, 2.8 out of 10. Uh, 2.8 out of 5 stars. Um, My my star rating, if you go to drinkwithrick.com, let let me put you up here uh, real quick here on the website. And that's not the page that I was going to take you to, but... If you go uh, to Rick's Picks on the site, no, that's not the one. <laughs> wine reviews, there we go. The wine reviews, Montetato, you see that right here. I haven't updated this in a while, but I have a, a five-star rating system here. And some of these you can see, 3.5, four stars, 3.9, uh, 4.4. I, I think there are only two wines that have really given it close to a five-star rating. This was one of them. Mox Rocks was pretty good. There are a couple of them that I've gotten pretty much to, pretty close to a five-star rating, 4.8. Um, I'm not too tough on these. I'm not really tough on them. But uh, I, I do try to uh, 
make it a little more challenging as far as that's concerned. I don't want to just easily give every wine that I like a five-star rating because that's that's not that's not how it works. But Nareel um, says, thank you for creating that web. Uh, great, I will check it out. Yeah, please, um, you know, out of five. Two, I'd say 2.8 out of five. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of mediocre, kind of medium. It's okay. The saltiness is what keeps throwing me, though. This is a, I can't get over this. I, I don't think I've ever had a wine that tasted salty before. That's weird. I've had sweet wines. I've had sour wines. I've had stu- wines that were bitter, that were, that were, you know, but one that was really salty, that, this is kind of a new one for me. It, it is. So... There you go. Hey, look, I want to give out, I did promise I was going to give out a couple of uh, uh, more uh, uh, items out to everyone watching here. And I want to say at this point uh, that I would like to give out a couple to, I, Ross, I gave you, I you know, once again, go to, uh, send your email to rickettsawaymedia.com and I'll send you a pair of these. The drink with the official drink with Rick wine tasting notebook and the official drink with Rick beer tasting notebook. Uh, these are these are really good journals for recording your wine and beer tasting. But I want to give out a pair because I plan to get out give out here. And the holidays are here, so I'm giving them out. I wanted to. Uh, where said I think I gave you? Did I give you a pair of these? Uh, did I? Uh, and I I want to give out a pair to uh, to. Uh, uh, Jaycon, I think I, I sent you some uh, already, right? I, I sent you some, uh, but I want to give uh, out a pair to someone who has not. Uh, Murdoch, how about you, Murdoch? Javriel and Murdoch, I want to send you each a pair of these. How about that? If you're in the states now, if you're outside the U.S., if you're outside the U.S., that, that's the caveat. I shouldn't mention that right now. If you're outside the U.S., I may not be able to send them to you uh, because I have some limitations as to where I can send them. Um, but if you're in the U.S. within the U.S., uh, then I can send these to you. And uh, and uh, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff and uh, and Murdoch. Please, uh, if you uh, want a pair of these for free, and uh, also I'll I'll send out a, a pair of the Drink with Rick wine uh, the coasters the coaster not for wine for anything the coasters I'll send you a pair of the coasters out. Uh, just send an email to Rick at SavoyMedia.com with a valid shipping address, Rick at SavoyMedia.com, and I'll send you those out. Now you'll need to send you'll need to send it to me within the next ten days or so because uh, uh, by the end of the month uh, I'm going to be uh, moving my some of my uh, uh, addresses and whatever over to uh, to another address, so I may not be, may not get it. <laughs> so uh, ten days. Within 10 days, send it to Rick at civilianmedia.com, and I will ship you out. And you can do it to a P.O. box. I can I can ship it out to a P.O. box. I just send it out USPS, so it's it's okay. So if you do that, and I'll send you out, uh, each of you all, a pair of the uh, the books. Uh, Javier says, oh, th- uh, thanks, Rick. I really appreciate it. Um, 
And uh, but you don't need to send me. I will buy it by my own, so I can support the show. Well, I, I really appreciate that. I, I'm fine with sending them out to you for free. But if you want to, you can. Uh, they're available on Amazon. That they're available to purchase. Both both of them are available to purchase on Amazon. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, and uh, uh, where Sid says thank you, Rick, for today. Enjoy the show as always. Top drawer stuff. Well, I appreciate you being here. And once again. It's top drawer stuff because you guys, Jaycon, everybody here, you make the show. This this is what the show is about. It's about you and me. It's about all of us getting together, having a great time. That's what it's about. All right. Well, we're going to close it up for now. But I want to thank you all for being here. And by the way, if you if you want to watch the movie uh, in in segments, you can watch it. Uh, you, episode two twenty nine. You can watch the Space Apes from Ice Planet Alpha movie, our first feature film. You can watch that in the different segments, or you can watch the movie. It's entirely uh, in, in its entirety, uncut. At uh, go to to uh, Savoia TV on uh, on YouTube. You can watch it on Savoia TV. And uh, you can watch Space Apes from Ice Planet Alpha, the entire movie. So, And let me know what you think of it. I think that'll do it for this week. Once again, I want to thank everybody for being here tonight with me. I do appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, I want to thank Ross for being here and the chats as well tonight. Thank you for being here and joining in. And don't forget to send me uh, your... your uh, uh, shipping address so I can send you out a pair of books as well. And uh, also, my lovely wife, Chi, thanks for being here. And as always, uh, she's probably asleep by now. <laughs> I want to thank everybody who joined me on uh, Kick, but didn't get into the chats, but uh, but you were there. I appreciate you watching. And Jaycon, thank you for being here. Uh, always, uh, it's great to see you here tonight. And uh, also... Everyone who joined me on Twitch, of course, what's up? And uh, where's Sid and uh, Astro, Astro Yeager, and and uh, uh, let's see who who else? I don't want to forget anybody. Uh, Jav, is it Javlifera? Javlifera? I'm I'm not sure if I'm saying that pronoun uh, pronouncing that correctly, but forgive me if I'm not. Murdoch sixty four, thanks for being here, and everybody who uh, joined me here, and even the spammers, and Tom Antio who just jumped in the chat just now, who says, "How's the wine?" and it's great. And how are you doing, Tom Antio? <laughs> I'm trying to catch everybody in here. Thanks for being here. I do appreciate each and every one of you, and I mean that sincerely. Which is why, which is why I have one more. Celebrity to bring out here. And it is none other than Roadkill Bill. Yes, the inevitable, the chewed up Roadkill Bill. Because Roadkill Bill has a very important message for all of us. For all of us, including me. I'm not immune to this. I never, it's This message is for all of us. The message is, please do not drink and drive. Drink in the comfort of your home, your apartment, your hotel room, your dwelling, wherever you are. Do not drink and drive. If you have to go somewhere, call an Uber, call a Lyft, call a cab, call a friend, get on a bus, Gus. Call, you know, call somebody you trust who hasn't been drinking, who has a valid driver's license, and who knows how to drive <laughs> to take you home. Otherwise, just stay put. 
because you want to think of yourself as well as others. We're, we're, we're talking earlier about, uh, about uh, thinking of others and about human rights. The thing is, everyone has a right to live, and we, we want to be considerate of others as well as ourselves. So please, please think of everyone else around you. Do not drink and drive. And don't text and drive either because that's also very, very dangerous. Because I want you to have a great week. But most of all, I want you to have a safe week. So you can join me here again next week for the Saturday Night Wine Stream, and we can all get together and drink with Rick. Good night.